Welcome to the Path of Exile community podcast, Fader Connections, where Balor Mage and myself discuss Path of Exile topics with changing guests in a relaxed talk setting on a bi-weekly rhythm. Since the podcast is constantly growing, I'd like to not only say hi to the live audience here on twitch.tv slash catmasteropi, but also extend the warm welcome to the viewers on youtube.com slash balormage, as well as all the listeners on the various podcast platforms that we can be found on. Good morning, day, afternoon, evening, and night, everyone. <laughs> we are now three weeks into the current Path of Exile Challenge League harvest. For reference, it started yesterday, three weeks ago. I'm sure we all have a lot to talk about, and tonight we're joined by our uh, repeating offender, Slippery Jim, who's known for his Mimi videos. Yeah. <laughs> and <I> mean, hi. <laughs> <laughs> and in the other corner, we have the uh, the one and only Suit Size Small, uh, who you all should know. And if you don't know him, he is the guy who's been running the labs for the PoE lab for uh an incredibly Ever. long amount of time forever <laughs> yeah it's been four years at this point over four years since lab was released march 2016 uh, so just past four year mark three months ago so if anyone ever used poe lab and looked up a lab layout uh of the actual day it's very likely that suit size small actually made that overview for you so glad to have you on the podcast welcome here Thank you. Hi. How have you been? Um, Go for it. My league Just... start's been a bit strange <laughs> because um, I knew that those new labs were happening. So I started, I usually would start with a, a regular lab runner who's just talk screen, Pathfinder, and 400 move speed zoom all, through, all the way through the lab. But <laughs> with the new melee skills, I decided, hey, let's try slams. That was not a good idea. <laughs> Not a good idea to start with slams. Um, no, it was it's it was kind of it was rough, and I hit yellow maps, and it really slowed down. And then <laughs> I, and I the the character was actually planned to be a reverse chill setup where you use winter weave to speed yourself up rather than slow down when you get chilled. But yep. then I saw the lab mods and said that's not going to work because I'm going to die. And so I did re-roll into that toxic green character, and then I've just kind of been running that and various other builds. So, bit of a rocky start, but I kind of finally got my footing once I did my usual Pathfinder. The Pathfinder is good enough for the like Giggle Lab. It is not. I actually am <laughs> currently working on. I I worked. I that character was for regular Lab, and things actually kind of lined up well because when I finished that character in God's Uber Lab, I had two good days of Uber Lab farming, um, and then after that, I tried to make a, a Giggle Lab farmer as you called or a Giggle Lab farmer as you called it. And it was defensively sound, not offensively sound, so I couldn't really do it on that character. And now I'm currently <laughs> working on a third build. <laughs> I did take uh, the speedrunner into one of the labs to see what would happen. I literally died in 10 seconds. I saw the one pack of mobs and they killed me. Ooh. <laughs> Oof. I, 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 I legit said, this is a bad idea. I ran to a dark shrine to get it. I saw a rare and it just killed me right away. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad idea. <laughs> yep. What eye level are they? I haven't even uh, been in one yet. They are level 83 with additional map modifiers. Oh. That sounds good. Yeah, I we'll really probably talk about the map modifiers later because they're intense. Some of them are intense. Hmm. 
I'm, I'm very curious to hear about that later. But before we go into that, uh, yeah, uh, Balu, you wanted to say something really quickly before early oh, on. Oh, I you, just you felt like to know interjecting. that intro. Oh, yeah, yeah. I actually In scripted that out. Like, no, that legitimately seemed like practiced, that one. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, it was actually legitimately read off the script. <laughs> I, I can't speak for you. Nice. I'm getting better. It, sound, at it. it sounded very professional. I was just like, that's, yeah. that was. It sounded very was... PR. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's supposed to be smooth. It's, it's trying to, like, <clears throat> the thing is, look, we got Slippery Jim on the podcast. You have to ease the people into it. Like 50% of my old videos, all the, the really, really, really fast talking ones are 100% scripted. I just like reading quickly. Why, why can't you sound natural when you read? Give me the script, I'll do it. I, honestly, I thought you were just like freestyle shit talking like really fast. Like no, just no, whatever no. comes into your head, like a freestyle rapper kind of, but without the if rhymes. I do that, I stumble over my words. I mean, sometimes, yeah, when I'm excited. But like most of them, if I'm actually making sense when I'm talking, it's because it's a script. Hmm. Yeah. I just write like I speak, so you can't tell. You know, ineligible. Ineligible? Inintelligible. Yeah. Ch- children, write that down. If, if a YouTuber is making sense while they speak, they're probably reading it off. Some script. <laughs> yep. Most of us are idiots. All of us. I mean, if you could talk well without a script, then you would be a politician or something like that, right? You'd be a liar. Yeah. I could totally do that. If I just talk lock, like quick enough for people not to be able to understand me and make me sound intelligent, or I'll get put in a hospital, one or the other, or one I'll be nominated president of the United States. No, uh, yeah, politics is allowed here, isn't it? Let's do it. <laughs> Where are you from, Catmaster? I don't think anyone. He's American. Maybe. Think, oh, th- shit, I yeah, think we do politics now. I, I think, one side of it. I think you'd look weird with orange skin and... Uh, and uh stuff like and and kumb over you know here what? but anyway i don't want to talk about politics anymore no no please don't um <laughs> <laughs> tell me tell I me about your league starter oh man i don't i hate league start i hate it so but much. but you still did league what? start yeah but i what? hate it i just shit at league start so i don't like it so i just wait until i get depressed and then i quit and then i come back in a week when the economy's no longer garbage and then i like it on you it depends Depends if you get still waiting for the economy not to get garbage. Well, I'm in like a, I'm in that Ziggy D league or whatever, so it's like uh, two to four thousand people. The economy's great. I haven't seen any of these bot problems everyone else is having trouble with. X a fifty C. I sold like seven lightning crafts for three X the other day. It's great. Seeds are crap because no one's selling them. You can't get what you want. It's great. It's like the current economy with COVID. Sorry. <laughs> I couldn't imagine any reason to play in a private league. Oh, it's like, okay, well, if the league is before the league came out, it's like any time when what? people go, Jim, are you going to do a hobo league? Are you going to do uniques only league? Someone said, Jim, are you going to do uniques only league, this league where we do all the rare crafting? No, of course not. So if there's <laughs> a, this league before it started looked amazing for Solar Cell Farm because of all the crafting, you can make any build viable. So of course, yeah. playing a a private league with a small amount of people is going to be somehow more enjoyable than playing whatever the fuck the bot field current trade economy is. Right? Maybe? I don't know. I'm having slightly more fun because of it. What were we talking about? League start? Sorry. My league start was <laughs> crap. 
I played Spectres in a private league that needed an unending hunger, and those things are like expensive in normal league, and no one gets them as drops, and no one knows where the div card is. Everything was shit, so I quit. I found hey, a div card. Up? I found two well, div cards. You. Is it a blighted <laughs> map or a div box? Uh, it was from Necropolis map. Oh, that makes like sense. That, that information's worth a... billions, and you've just told the public. Good job. I'm <laughs> proud of you. Wait, what are we talking about? What kind Necropolis of discount? map? I know what I'm farming after this podcast. What? What div card? I don't know what you're talking about. He's favoriting Necropolis right now. <laughs> gotta write this down. Or else I'll forget. No, seriously though, like what is what is uh, what this div un- card are we talking about? Unending hunger? The yeah, it's a div card that gives unending hunger. Oh, okay. I'm not writing this down. I found yeah, one earlier. I forgot about it again. But it was like the one that gives a two implicit corrupted uh, energy from within. And I want to know where that drops, but there's no drop location on the wiki. Uh, I just found one out of a stacked deck, but I, I really want that because it's only a set of three, right? You only need three for a two implicit corrupted energy from within. And I mean, what are the chances that you get CB on that? But that would be so pog. Corrupting blood. Okay. Yeah, corrupted blood cannot be inflicted on you, The Corrupted blood implicit on jewels. I mean, you can just look up the I'm, chances. Yeah, but I, I may be in the middle of trying to look it up. Yeah, but then you have to <laughs> multiply. You have to do some sort of RNG calculation because you have you, just you have two implicit, together, right? Divided by half and then divided by the weight. Do you not? I don't know. Now I see why the math is so good in your videos. Oh, it's terrible. No, wait, I did that wrong. That's, yeah, it's eight minutes of me figuring out I did something wrong. You add all the numbers together, and then you divide it by the weight, and then you to square root of two or something, because you're doing two calculations? Yeah. That sounds uh, right, but... It's not right. I know it how to do it, I'm just not going to explain seem... You add all the numbers together, you divide by the weight, and then you add all the numbers together, except, like, the highest weight and then divide that one. What if all of them have the same weight? You know website? Yeah, I went to Craft of Exile, and they're all the same weight, so they all have the same chance. Ah, oh, perfect. Easy maths. Nice. Yeah. Send you a bill. Anyway, I'm just saying it's like, it's probably much higher than just on a single implicit corrupt. <laughs> Double implicit corrupt. Got two chances to roll it. Yeah, it's at least twice as easier. Maybe it'd be a lot easier for you to just Slight. get a whole bunch of them and vow them. Yeah, getting a whole bunch of energies from within in solo cell phone is probably... Solo good. cell found. Oh, <laughs> right. By my the way... Instinct, my first instinct <laughs> was to go, how much is energy from within? Then he says, oh, cell phone's like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but definitely having a lot of fun with the, the, the crafting in solo cell phone. I have to say, I, I'm on my third character now. I started with a VD spell stinger, uh, probably like everyone. And then when that died, just shy of level 94, I was a little bit disappointed because that was the day that I was going to go and do like the, the seed grind so I could progress to the boss. Yeah. But yeah, then I died and then I felt like hey, I want to punish myself and do a shit build. So I did like a Molten Strike Juggernaut. With the war cries, that was very. That was I. I don't want to use the word frustrating, but it was definitely an experience. And then at some point, I just gave that one up, and I had 
a Blightwell, a Soul Strike, and a Valerie Gallia that was promising to be more than 500 ES. I just threw that together, and now I'm on an Occultist, Caustic Arrow, Blight, and Bane. And, um, well, the Bane just for applying Double Curse, really, to proc Profane Bloom Explosions on the tankier packs. But other than that, I just use Caustic Arrow for clear. And what's really amazing is the combination of Blight Will and Soul Strike, which cancel out each other's downside. And then you end up with a net gain of like 50% faster start of ES recharge and 360% increased ES recharge rate during Flask Effect. So I, oh, I'm sitting at just shy of 13,000 energy shield recharge per second while Flasks are up. So it's like while farming, I'm almost unkillable because the, the recharge also kicks in in just a little bit more than a second of not being hit. Soul Thirst, Soul Thirst, Soul Strike, Soul Strike Quiver, Soul and the the Blightwell Soul unique strike. amulet. The Blight what? Blightwell. Blightwell. It's a Blight. it's a talisman actually. Well, I didn't well even run. know that one existed until Taki Cat mentioned it on stream last league, and then this league I got one in SSF, and I was like, yeah, I know what I'm doing because I also oh, had shit. the Soul Strike already. So yeah. I'm I'm pretty happy working on getting uh getting the augment defense modifier because the Val Regalia still has a free prefix. I can still slam a hybrid ES mm. like either hybrid ES life, hybrid ES uh, mana, or hybrid increased life and stun recovery, uh, increased ES and stun recovery. And um, but I'm not getting the augment defense. It's pretty <laughs> annoying. I already removed a fist prefix that had a reflect. Are you on like? That planting specifically are you like farming seeds trying to get defense ones planting them and then getting just plant just everything that i everything. get yeah okay i got sure. you don't get that many tier one seeds really like i think tier ones are kind of the bottleneck for a long time at least until you get like the higher tier seed fields to the point that they yeah. can carry themselves where you can store that much life force after every tier one harvest. Seeds. i've legitimately bought eight thousand I legitimately thousand. went to quarry and farmed eight thousand. I've got that like the sounds... stats for how often they drop. If you want to know which one, tell me which one defense is, and I'll tell you how rare. Although they are. by now I'm probably also up to several Primal. thousand seeds. I mean, yeah, it's just you go through so many trying to get that initial life force in order to to get your first high tier harvests going. Defense. I actually haven't had that much of a life force problem once I hit tier fourteen maps. Or... Oh yeah, yeah. I've got no life force problem. They give much more life force now. <laughs> like, they both um, give more life force, and you get like twenty seeds per map. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And like, I've set my farm up in such a way that every farm is self-sustaining, so I can grow a tier three plant, four tier two plants, and then fill in the rest with tier one plants. And I could actually do that with like. Two storage tanks for each color Ooh, total. That sounds nice. And you could just, if you manage it perfectly, you would never need more than two storage tanks. You could literally build six farms of the same color and have a, a tier three, four tier twos, right? And the rest tier one, and the farm sustains itself. But when you tier harvest at each stage, when you harvest oh. these tier tier three seeds, then you get like hundreds of thousands of life force. How do you? Store the condensed life force, or do you just spend what do you it all need on to the store crops? it for? If you don't need fertilize the you. next seeds, yeah, but, he but you don't need, need to. They, they farm. They, yeah, they they supply themselves. 
you don't need the yeah, I'll have to check strong. into your stream. I mean, how? How? I just don't understand how they sustain themselves. Well, so I, yeah, I guess yeah. size has the explanation. Yeah, I had my. Well, no, I had a question, and that major question yep. is: Do you farm? The, do you instantly harvest the seeds when they're ready, or do you wait yes. for all of them? Not every time. Okay. Every yeah, time Ashabi says a field is partially ready, you go in and you hit it. That so you're hitting sense. the partially yeah. ready. Hit fields you're harvesting the tier ones every three maps and they're feeding the tier twos and tier threes in that plot or that or in the next colors plot anyway but what if i want to plant an entire field of t4s don't do that <laughs> don't do that okay i'll stick with my farm then <laughs> that, that's a couple of thousand life force that you yeah, <laughs> yeah don't don't do that Oh, I don't, right. I don't do mine perfectly, so... Shit. Yeah, okay. yeah I, makes sense. I don't do it perfectly, so I still have a decent amount of storage, and I have four of those self-sustaining plots, and then one additional, like, just a tier one plot. And I do all of them, and I have a little bit of storage because I'm not, like, perfectly efficient. Sometimes it'll be like, ah, this is a crap map, or the third map in a sequence where I'd want to harvest it was a guardian map. And I'm like, well, this one doesn't have the div cards I was after. It loaded mm -hmm. in a tier 14. It's not going to give me tier 16 map returns. I don't want to harvest in here. And so I wanted like a little bit of wiggle room. So I built like one extra of each color for just tier one to just store a tiny bit in case I needed to wait do you, uh, everyone else, do you know how many storage units you've got? A hundred and fifty something. Total. Oh, sweet Jesus. Color. Yeah. I've got, uh, uh, that's total divided amongst three. Color. Wait, what? I got, I got 76 per color times three, and I got more room for, I got 228 storage, and like, still like a massive sliver where I could jam in another like 70 of them. I have some walking room around in mine, but I've been doing all, all right with the amount of tanks I have. You got like you 12 or 16 per color or something like that at the moment, or no, 12, like some multiples of three, like 12 or 15, I think, for each color at the moment. But I'm looking to buy more. It's just at the moment, I also, every time I condense a little bit of life force, it instantly goes into the high tier fields anyway. But like I said earlier, I want to get to the point where I think I saw that from someone else, that you can just harvest so much life force and if you can store it all, that the, you don't need to do any tier one seeds anymore because from the leftover life force of a tier three field, you can fertilize That's the next impossible. harvest. Yeah, maybe I, I didn't look at the numbers. I'm just not I mean, there yet. I, yeah, like you need a really efficient storage system. Yeah, that's that's but true. Like the storage tanks are just too small. You just got to crowd them in there. I don't think they are. You don't share the like, the, well, the wish for a bigger store, storage tanks, Uber well, storage it, tanks. No, it, yeah, because well, it depends on the strategy you're using. Most players have been doing this strategy of hoard life or spend it, hoard spend it. While Baylor's doing the equilibrium situation where everything's just kind of yeah. constantly in flux and being spent, and that seems totally fine with that little storage. Because if you're just spending it right away, you're good. But most players are, are probably not doing that. We're trying to store as much life force as we can so we can spend it later. Yeah, but there's also a hybrid. Right, like you could have fifty of each area, 
and you don't have to plant perfectly balanced farms every single time. You can farm some tier ones and you can have some storage, but there are people like building like a hundred of each storage and filling their farm and making it awkward. And it's just, it's been done. It's just, just the way that everybody's doing the farming stuff seems wrong. I've got both though. I got shit crammed in everywhere, but I've got a massive area for activities that are just me running in circles, hoping not to get one shot by projectiles. <laughs> yeah. I love those bastards. I've, I've, I've actually been caring more about my tier one seeds more than anything. Yeah. So the, I've, I've been taking those buds and blossoms and placing them on my tier ones just so I can farm augs and uh, hmm. remove ad crafts. Oh, the the advantage of the way I'm doing it is every single field can grow a tier four seed. Every single one. So I could grow four tier fours of each, of, of every color all at once. But just because you set up a farm like that doesn't mean it has to grow a tier four. If I want to grow a tier three, I can do that instead. If I only want to grow tier twos, that's fine. If I run out of them and I want to just plant a plot of tier one, that's fine. Right? Like you can just do anything. As long as your farm is capable of doing every seed, then you never need to worry about it again. Yeah, but you sound tedious AF when you plant your T4s. You've got to walk all the way across your entire farm to plant one T4 in each thing and then surround it by T3s and then surround those by T2s or just surround the T4s by T2s. Sounds tedious. Whereas I just go to my massive field and yeet a bunch of seeds in and everything works. I got like you know you can just open the seed cache from anywhere? Yeah, you still have to walk to the farm. I'm not walking there and back. I'm picking everything but- up, yeeting it. But it sounds you have tedious. to walk there to auto plant. What? Yeah, but you're still. It's auto planting is a lot easier than like planting plant. No, no. I walk up. I got three farms next to each other. They're all my T4 farms, one for each color. I can fill it full as many T4s, as many T3s, as many as I want. You can only put one per farm. You have to walk around your entire farm. I'm so fucking zooming when I'm fast farming. It's like I'm planting watermelon or something. That's a farming joke for everyone out there that knows how to grow watermelon. It's just yeet seeds. You really don't have to look after them. They're amazing. Anyway, God, it sounds like so much effort what you're doing. Uh, yeah, you do you, man. Hmm. I'm not, no, no, I'm not trying to belittle your farming experience. <laughs> you sound like you put a lot of effort into it, or you stole it off Reddit. Oh, but- no, I legitimately stole it from Reddit. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. Good old Reddit. It, somebody, somebody came on Reddit and was like, Big five head strat. Every single person's been doing the farm wrong. Here's why you're doing it wrong. Here's the math that works out to make every field self sustaining. And I was like, that's amazing. I can fit so many more farms in. Let's do it. You have to, you have to go back more as well. <laughs> oh, oh, I have to buy 100 seeds per map Ugh. to keep up with my farm. <laughs> <laughs> you should just balance it to how often they drop in maps so you're permanently 100% efficient. It's like 30 seeds at the high end map or something like that. You're like I would three times more efficient than to, you need to be. Just yeah, delete I would, two thirds of your I farm. Could, I could easily delete three plots of every color and go down to just two of each color and it would be fine. That would be okay. self sustaining. Do it. That would actually be self-sustaining with a little bit of extra room. 
Like, I wouldn't always need the second farm. Imagine but, if but we sometimes. had this problem for, like, Delve, where people had too much sulfite. No one would complain. But now people are literally still people on Reddit are going, man, I really wish we had 3,000 storage instead of 300 so my numbers can be bigger and I feel better about myself. <laughs> I mean, <It's> great. <laughs> that seems it's like great. a reasonable... <laughs> Big number league. Yeah. Oh, you just want to upgrade your farm from having two storage units to having one. That, that's actually kind of <laughs> why I would like a bigger storage, just so I don't have 30 tanks taking up a corner. Yeah, it's all PS problems. Yeah, just also if you want to like, restructure things, I mean, most of us have had their final layout, but like, just it's just so tedious to like well, sh- move the, st- yeah. the storage somewhere else. You just I had 117. <laughs> You're I had 117 storage? storage of each kind. Of each kind. In my first garden, before I found that five head and pulled it all up. <laughs> what if we just delete the boss, like get rid of that big tree thing, and just put a massive storage tank there, like a fat, like a million? Would you do it? I'd do it. Yes, I mean, I haven't that boss the boss is nothing. Yet, but, oh, is it cool? <laughs> Thanks for that. No, no, it's great. I'm looking forward to killing a tree. I think. Wow, nature. Amazon rainforest. Yeah. I have, league, I'm gonna great. be doing that after this because I just hit the um the requirements to spawn it. Ditto. Uh, and I was like, uh, I don't know how much I want to spoil it because something something kind of funny happened. <laughs> um, to unlock when unlocking it, I don't know how much we should talk about what the boss is. That's three I mean, we- it's three weeks in. That means ninety percent of the player base haven't killed Hillock. GDG already spoiled the name in an, in, a, in an announcement server-wide the first time it was killed. I actually didn't see that, thank, thank, thankfully. <laughs> is, is this is it called Treebeard? <laughs> no. Oh. Um, look, that's, that's, like, that's enough skirting around and warning for anyone who's scared to find out what the boss is. Oh, shit. To One stop listening, right? One sec. I was just going to mute Bella real quick. Okay, well, I was going to talk about it. <laughs> but all right, so that's okay. it. If anyone's still listening that didn't want to find out, that's on you, not me. But yeah, so when the first time that the boss got killed and then just a big server-wide message came up and it was like, a shabby of the crow has been killed by this person and everyone, everyone was like, what? What? Because it's like three days into the league or something. Most people had no clue. <laughs> Just big server-wide message of the first death. <laughs> so I was I, like, that. <laughs> so thankfully, I missed that, and I didn't know she was the boss. However, to unlock that fight, you have to do your first 2-4 seed. So I did my first 2-4 mm-hmm. seed. Uh, it was either yesterday or the day before that. And then I spoke to Oshabi. And apparently she's supposed to, like, walk up to that spot and plant herself. I didn't see yeah. that. What I saw was she started moonwalking and then slowly rotating in place while walking, then rotating back, and then disappeared. <laughs> the reason she did that, the reason she did that, there was a storage tank in the way. <laughs> she literally hit the storage tank and couldn't move, but kept animating, and then just That's disappeared, great. and I saw the heart of the grove. I'm like, what just happened? And it was only until yesterday when I realized that she wasn't showing up at maps. I'm like, oh, wait, where'd she hmm. go? Oh, did she? Oh, that's what happened. <laughs> yep. And I was like, well, I completely missed that seeing that. And that sucks. But hey, 
<laughs> so does that have like a special animation? Did you see it somewhere else or like? I I might look it up. <laughs> I can't wait. She just goes for a walk. It's fine. Yeah. And then okay. just dives like Minotaur, and that's about it. <laughs> yep. Just eats herself into the floor. Uh, so that that was the most ironic thing to happen. I just thought like, she oh, was having that a nap. Storage tanks. <laughs> Hmm. Hmm. So everyone really wants Zana to do that eventually, right? That's the plan. What? Zana become the bad like guy. Zana being the end game boss or something. I mean, it's That's not the, the plan, but it's really obvious, right? Well, I can't do it like, now because th- then they'll just be reusing content. Oh wait, that's GGG's motto. I think because oh, wait, of how obvious it is, they're how not is going obvious? to do it. Because. The whole still say in exile and then like slightly closer next league with a knife hold up to your throat, still say in exile. Yeah. She's a side. Like it's definitely got you. There's anyone who like spends a, a lot of time inside the Atlas, it's probably Zana. I mean it's, it's the same thing with the uh, with the uh, Sin was uh, the obvious evil dude and like everyone was speculating that Sin might be the Act Ten boss in some shape or form and then he wasn't. Sin is the obvious will. evil dude. We're evil as well. It's just, she's slightly more evil. Evil is a point of view. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to say mean, that real life joke, but uh, geez, man. I, thought, sure. I thought it too. <laughs> Even Hitler was a great painter. <laughs> That's, wait, that is that real or did you make that up? He wasn't what? a great painter. He just painted. He's better is than it, me. He's like, a great painter. Real? Look it up. I, you can't paint as good as Hitler. <laughs> I mean, it's, I can't yeah, paint so, as good as most. Tom's oh, like, you're a shit painter. Oh, and he's better than you. Hitler is better than you in that context. Okay. <laughs> Hitler is also better than me than, at rolling the R. Can we talk According about- to you, the evil people uh, are fine because we don't understand everyone's evil. So That's not what I said. Uh, I said evil is a point of view. Yeah, don't exactly. twist my words. That's worse. What you're saying is worse. Evil is a what? point of view. No. That's way worse. But... No. Anyway, looking forward to just massacring. Man. Oh, wait, we already are massacring everything in the Atlas. We're it just must invading all so the reality. Weird. We're all fucking Thanos. Holy it shit. It must be so weird inside Slippery Jim's head. Dude, it's, yeah. I'm having the time of my life. That's <laughs> great. I'm glad. You're welcome. <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> weird in there. Dude, if anyway, I can get a one-on-one interview with Chris face to face, oh, that'll be fun. Good way to get banned. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's that's do a it. good way. That's a good way to make sure you never have another one. <laughs> ah, that's okay. One really good one's good enough for me. Did you write that down? Did, did we blacklist Slim uh, Slippery Jim from uh, from appearing on any eventual Dev episodes? <laughs> oh, I don't need a dev episode. That's fine. Um, I'll wait for the real thing, no, Chris. I'm coming. He to wants you. to do it in. Person. Oh, you don't want to do it like a podcast or like a YouTube video. You nah, just want to have that. You just want to have that one where he can't just hang up. No, I can fully one on one experience the awkward silences face to face. That's what I strive for. With this, it's like there's a bit of latency there. Who knows next, what it could have been? Next Exalcon, find a way to sit down. Next Exalcon, one to one. Let's do it. Okay, so I think we, we went through about uh, two points on our topic list, and then we went in a wild circle. And the question... Oh, sounds normal. Sounds like 100% like your average Slippery Gym episode. But... Um, <laughs> uh, it's an attack. 
<laughs> I think I think we we closed the circle by going back to did you kill the harvest boss? How did you like the progression towards it? Because Suitsai Small talked a little bit about the boss. Uh, what, what did we think about the progression? Did you guys expect the boss to be killed within two days? Like Waggle did it, the absolute madman, or did you? Like, now that you guys also know the progression towards the boss, do you think it's realistic to kill it in two days? Or do you think that... What do you think GGG planned for the boss? I, I'm pretty sure GGG didn't want, didn't want the boss to be killed within two days, right? 100 maps seems like a lot for a charge, especially if you're farming. Did you just fall off your chair? Especially if you're farming, like, 100 of them. That's like 10,000 red maps. No one's good enough to do that. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, two I days seem perfectly fine for races. Yeah. What do you expect? We we didn't everyone expect it to be done in like two or three days at most. Yeah, because there was a, a like a a laptop reward for the first oh, person yeah. to do it in yeah, in solo self found hardcore, and the thing was over in like a week. So yeah, even yeah the, the raffle was like after take a, more week. Than a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no. So it wasn't it meant been? to be like a proper proper end game boss. So far, I've fought it twice on Dominating Blow, and I don't know what any of the mechanics are because she never hurt me, never got managed to get through my energy shield, which is only about a 1,000, and died in like 15, 20 seconds. Hmm. A wall happened in the middle, and I had to kill it, I think. Uh, That's all I've got. Mechanic each time you fight it? Like, is it it just. I don't know. I can't tell what. People seem to be having different experiences. What mechanics? I have no idea. I was going to ask, do you, would you rather a laptop race for Delve where the first person to find an RNG boss wins, basically? Or would you rather something deterministic that's like, this, this, 100 red maps, and then you find it? Are you enjoying the fact that it's deterministic, or would you rather be like, I've farmed 10,000 hours of Delve? It is deterministic. Yeah. Aren't it seed drops RNGs? No, I mean, yeah, but it's you eventually you get them, but delve, which <laughs> yeah. is like who knows compared to course. Yeah, but if you delve an infinite amount of, of time, you ev- eventually you will get an all. Not really, right? That's like no, saying okay, digging at the beach to find coins. You need an actual fucking metal detector, you idiot. Eventually, <laughs> okay, right, like, one. like this. It's not really RNG to get to the boss, and I can explain this that league, no. because it's not really. Because yes, it's RNG. Like what's RNG? How, how fast many you, you get, get there. to an amount, but you always get some seeds. And if you do high tier maps, you always get twenty to forty seeds per map. If you're Balor and you're only planting nine seeds a map, then it's going to take you a while to get there. But if you've got a normal per farm per and you can plant like a hundred, you're going to get there so quick. And no, then wait, 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 wait! Balor is not only planting nine seeds per map. I'm planting a, literally. He's 100 buying a hundred, so why would he only plant nine? nine. Then, then he would have like a surplus of like eight, 91 seats per map. And then, How like, after 10 maps. Can you plant, Bella? Nine times four? 15. Oh, less. Okay, 15 a map then. That's not nine times four. I thought it was nine times four because I assumed he could plant four in each of his plots and he's probably got nine plots, but no. Oh, wait. Tier threes? Yeah, tier threes. No, you're right. That that's tier fours. I can only do nine. I can only do fifteen tier fours at once. Okay. Four so times like, that for tier threes. Okay, forty-five. That's pretty good. So, yeah, it's fine. Not not that I ever have that many tier threes. Yeah, or that would your farms be able to sustain that many? 
Uh, I'm just saying, like the fact no. that it's deterministic. <laughs> yeah, you 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 need a bunch more storage, which you hate because you're a minimalist. Yeah, but no, it, it's good, right? I mean, it uh, it's it's good. It's good because it's a, it's a set amount, but it's still a shit ton. So it's like anyone who's coming and going, oh, they're making the game casual because they're making it deterministic to get the boss. You still have to do a bajillion things to get it. And Whereas, like, you know, I haven't heard of anyone making that the, point. You're not guaranteed okay. a boss drop. I'm, no one's right? making like, that it's point. Not... I'm just saying, how do you feel about the fact that it's deterministic instead of RNG? It's a good thing, right? Yeah, I enjoy I... a lot more than trying to find all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did anyone actually find all in Delve League? I didn't. Yeah, I killed like four. Well, fuck you. Fuck all of it. <laughs> fuck all of it. Mm. Oh, it's good. I like it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's somewhere in between. It's definitely more like a, a step-by-step kind of... I mean, every step towards the boss will happen eventually. That's smaller RNG steps, I guess. It's like... Finding a six-link bow versus finding a set of Imperial Legacy, right? It's just much more likely that you'll complete a six-link via the Imperial Legacy because it's just such a high set. Well, it's, it's guaranteed, right? Like, you can do that for sure. You can do that every league. You can always farm that set, even though it's technically RNG. Well, it's technically RNG. Because it's, it's not it's, guaranteed, but it's because such a... But yeah. it is guaranteed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it you could still farm a hundred maps and not get a single card, technically. But it's an eventuality. But you won't. I love cards yeah, you won't. No, but it it would be it would be possible. An effective pity timer. Yeah, yeah. like the effective way to get a mirror is farm hologram masters, because you'll eventually Wait. get a full set of the div card. Oh god. <laughs> oh, that's Don't worry, horrible. it'll only take. Um, how many guardians have they added? It'll only take literally only less than 2,000 maps to get a mirror. It's just there's not that many maps, so you don't get one. There is that many maps. What? How is there not that many maps? It's just that no one sells them. No because... one sells them. Because everyone's pricks. Yeah. Because trading is garbage. You know what would be, like... you know be good if it was deterministic? Trading. I wouldn't mind that. You know, an actual. You know, I'm not gonna derail. That, <laughs> if you but. message enough people, you'll eventually get the item that you want to buy. Yeah, I get one of them. I message 200 people to get three items. Wow, what a great experience this game is. That's fine. What's on your list? What else do you want to talk about? Steve, the seeds. Steve. <laughs> well, I mean, it's. it's I guess we can. We can directly transition. Wait, my mic muted. No, no, I don't. Maybe. I mean, not for us. Not for you, but I mute my mic sometimes for the stream when I'm typing because I don't care about you guys' ears. But <laughs> versus pre no. I, don't, I don't know what maps. Will no, be. I just don't have two pre-mute. mute buttons, and it's too confusing. If you do two mutes, then if you get one mute and you have the other one, and then uh, you lose the overview. I already forget the mute status on one. It's terrible. <laughs> but um, what did I want to say? It's like in this along the same lines, like where the boss is sort of like a, a mix of. I don't want to use the word deterministic because it's not really a deterministic boss, but it's like a boss that you'll get to eventually. And the same way the crafting in this league works, the like where it's like not complete gambling anymore, but it's like stepwise gambling. And you don't have this, this huge loss where, you know, you, you break an item by, by exalting something wrong. Or something well, like you that. do if you're Bella. Um, oh God. I saw like, I saw like, I saw that clip. That was great. Um, 
it's it's you know how people like were like wow we love incubators <laughs> because it's like we can finally like we can go oh, i just want incubators full of time warns and i get all garbage or something and then that crowd came out they were like oh it's just loot drops but they're delayed that's what this boss is it's just a boss encounter but it's delayed so people are like, wow, it's deterministic. It's not really. You 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 complete the RNG step of getting the seed, and then you <laughs> click a thing. It's like, please wait 200 maps or 100 maps. It's, please wait 100 yeah. maps. It's a giant incubator in a garden, and people are like, oh, my God, praise. GG, you've done it. <laughs> no, it's great. I'm looking forward right, to it. Right, but that's not the... It's, it's amazing. But that's not the deterministic part. That's the wait part. The deterministic part is what we were just saying before. Seeds are so plentiful yeah. that even though they're technically RNG, you are pretty much guaranteed to eventually get up there, right? Like, you, you're even not... You stop. Yeah. Yeah, like, you, you just are going to get a Tier 4 seed. The only way you don't end up with the boss is if you quit the league early or your character's so shit you can't kill the Tier 4 seed. Mm-hmm. Or I would do it, right? You decide not to plant tier three through fours or two through fours. Yeah, but that's like I, saying I never found an all boss because I didn't like delve, so I didn't go into much, it. Yeah, I yeah. think like, that doesn't matter. I, it's like I didn't spawn Sears because I did every other region and not the ones where the conquerors were. Yeah, how easy is this league compared to what you thought it would be? I thought this league was going to be like four times harder than what it was, both in making the garden, planting stuff, harvesting, and all that crap. Like, in every aspect, it has been easier than I thought it would be. Hmm. thought there would be more rippy things. I don't mean that. I mean, well, <laughs> sure. No, seriously. I mean, look at, look at like, other no. players. Like, no one died this league. Quinn actually beat Awakener level 8 a couple of days ago. And <laughs> that's only because he's actually able to acquire gear and he doesn't die randomly to, like, Delirium or stuff like that, right? Well, I... I, I laughed because I think it was like 10 minutes before I logged out of POE to get ready for a podcast. Uh, I died at the at one of the collectors because of on-death explosions. Oh, yeah, but that, yeah. that happens because of complacency, <laughs> right? You know that that will happen with the, the blue seeds that leave that thing, right? Yeah, I just, I just, I just was in the mindset of like, um, uh, this was a plot I just needed to drop down. Um, I wanted to maybe roll uh, like some lightning modifiers on a wand. So let me just go to the yeah. bench and I'm dead. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so, uh, right. Everyone knows that you can open the bench, uh, open the seed cache from anywhere in your farm, right? Mm-hmm. But here's something that every time we tell people, it blows their fucking minds. Oh, I know. If you cool. open a crafting bench, mm-hmm. like a like a hoardy toady station or whatever, mm-hmm. and you go to your stash from it like so you can see what's in your stash and you go to the page where you're holding your other crafting benches and you find the craft you want and you right click it in your stash you can just place it on the ground from there and you don't have to go back and oh, find that them. sounds so nice i yep. did not know that but that's like super... you just straight up place them <laughs> this also works for um buds like all the seeds seeds that are in your dump tab or buds that grant life force or whatever you can just Plant them from there. The stash. Also, but you can't click them when, into your inventory. Yeah. No, but you can pick them up off the floor once they're on the floor, and then they're in your inventory. Oh, you can drop them on the floor. Oh, you're now right. Yeah. No, yeah, okay. yeah. You can just plant and them also, where you stand, basically, and then pick them up and bring them to the field. Yeah. 
also when you're building your farm or moving anything and you've got like the the image of it on your cursor if you hold shift and left click you'll just walk around and not drop it only happens in the farm why doesn't that happen in a hideout making i don't know but it happens in the farm so you can walk around with items like equipped like like out ready to be planted that's amazing i'm gonna test something i just thought of i'm gonna break i'm gonna delete an item real quick by accident Uh oh you keep going what should I delete? Let's delete a chaos. No. YOLO. I, I guess somewhat related to being able to, I guess, do stuff from your stash. Mm-hmm. Would I every time I always get annoyed that I can't identify or just simply scour something from that crafting tab rather than the crafting yeah. oh, I'd love to be able to identify things from there. Like I those think... are like the only two currencies I want to be able to use. Everything else I don't care about. As long as but if I can identify or scour something, I'm I'd be fine. Yeah. The um is it one hang on. You can um so you can put something in a bench. Like a, a piece right of gear. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. What do you finish your finish your thoughts? Are you doing, doing exactly it, what I'm, I'm thinking? I'm I'm doing it right now. It doesn't work. Oh bummer, it teleports the item to the bench in your one. I was thinking, put an item in a bench, put that bench in your stash tab, go to your farm, yeah, pull that stash that's what tab, I was just thinking, yeah. You go to your yeah, farm, that's you exactly open your what bench I was on the floor. As soon as you started talking, I'm like, I wonder. As soon as you open the bench <laughs> in your garden that's like empty, that you're, it's your prop bench or whatever, your item's just But it's actually there, like, one bench, right? So yeah. the same item would be in every bench you visit? Yep. Yeah. Now, yeah, that would be OP if you could store yeah, items on the benches. Huh? Think, think <laughs> oh, of all the free stash space that people could be making. Think of all the you, yeah. Each each stash lot only costs one thousand eight hundred <laughs> juice. Everyone except Babla yeah, but it's in-game them. currency. You don't have to actually RMT the the pay to win taps. So, so you, you only have to buy itemized items for you. <laughs> you'd only have to buy one hundred and forty-four hordecrafting <laughs> stations to have a normal stash yeah. tab. Yeah, easy, easy for those but Russian grinding bots. You need a stash tab to put them all in, and they take up one slot. So your entire idea is void. Well, no, because you could put four and six slot items in them. Oh uh, yeah, good point, dude. Fucking jeweler recipe. What, what you'd what you would need then would I can't be the out of this map. What you'd need then would jewelers. be an indexer to remember what items were inside each station. <laughs> <laughs> That would be terrible. <laughs> that would Sounds be almost as efficient as uh, as multi boxing. Uh, but that those are all really handy tips that you guys uh, gave out there and like really helpful information. But I think the the original question was something along the lines, uh, or at least what I think we want to talk about before we move on into into the next topic is: Do you find yourself? Um, let's say, more engaged and engaged for longer with crafting your items. Is the crafting process, do you engage more with the crafting on a single item for a longer time is what I'm trying to say, rather than just crafting an item and it's done and you put it on? Suit size? Yeah. Uh, Well, this is a weird experience for me because this is the first time I've actually intentionally crafted every single item on characters. Before Harvest, I kind of would just buy whatever I could buy 
because it felt more effective to just rather than X slam this item for the chance of it being usable, just go use that X somewhere to get something that's actually usable. But now I'm like, yeah, eh, maybe I can throw this at the bench a couple times, get some nice base stats, then alt dog it till it's good. And pretty much, um, I made a poison BV character, and the only thing I bought on that character were the required uniques and one ring, and I crafted everything else. So I crafted like a belt, um, a pair, a pair of tailwind boots, and a plus curse explodey spell crit tier one life tier one res tier one res body armor. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's amazing the kind of gear that people are linking me, and I'm looking at now and going, yeah, that's all right, but you could fix that life up, and there's yeah. like room, you could, there's room on there, you could get rid of that previously like thirty X item that you're now like, oh no, yeah, like yeah, any you other league, like rolled remove fizz, yeah, add I, fizz, and you've made a beast jewel. I, uh, I'm yeah. trying to make a um an ice crash character, and uh, I just made an eight fifty PDPS crit staff. And that's, I'm that's, just looking at which, this. I'm like, huh? Yeah, like, but I it could admit, be better. <laughs> yeah, it could be better because I have um, I, I one one I made a mistake and I I fractured it. Um, that was a bad idea, but oh. it locked in tyrannical, which was nice. But I have like tier two fizz, flaring tier two hybrid, and then tier two attack speed, and I think the tier two attack speed tier one crit multi, and then bench crafted a uh, crit chance. Quality. Crit chance quality craft, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. it's eight fifty, but my guildmate who did a very slimmer crafting process has a nine oh three staff. <laughs> and it's just and like, like I, I, well, I saw I that weapon, I saw my now. weapon, and I look, I think, about, I think, I, I just think about the people in standard <laughs> who are like, so my seven hundred PPPS axe, I had an eternal orb so many times. <laughs> yeah, is now worthless. Yeah, it's like, huh. Would you want them to like keep all of the harvest crafting in and then destroy like ninety five percent of like rare item drops? Because like it used to be like, oh, pick up everything, ID everything, get something kind of okay, kind of craft it, and that was everyone's crafting in general. It was ninety percent of the players crafting. Now ninety percent of the players are actually making shit they can use relatively easily. Like, think of harvest league. All leagues are broken to begin with, and then they nerf them when they implement it. So crafting will get harder like by a factor of five or something like that, but it will still be just as powerful. If they make it harder by a factor of five, but then destroy loot drops, would you like that or would you dislike that? So the, you leave in Harvest, but it takes you ages to get that uh, well, level 86 uh, weapon base to craft. Yeah. Well, no, no. Oh, yeah, I guess, the, yeah. that nah, Well, like ink, uh, influence stuff is like on a separate table, isn't it anyway? Because it shows up permanently highlighted and you can't really hide it. I'm just assuming game design. I mean, like, when you hold alt and your screen, your game crashes. Get rid of that. <laughs> yeah, Destroy, I feel like keep, I feel like that should have happened a long time ago. Go ahead, you do it. I feel like whenever they introduce loot filters, that should have happened. Because the reason we have loot filters is because if you turn it off and you do certain maps, you can't see the floor or your character or anything on the screen because it's all cluttered with so many nameplates. And it's like, you could have called the those name the amount of things that this dropped for by like half, and it'd still be too much. <laughs> yeah, like I remember playing um uh, Breach for the first time, uh back when Breach was in, uh, Breach was introduced, 
And by the end of that, because I was super lazy and had a semi-strict loop filter, not a uber-strict loop filter, I had to partway through the breach, had to hit Z to turn off all nameplates or else I couldn't move because I keep clicking on items. <laughs> yeah, trying to walk around and you pick stuff up instead. Yeah, it's like all, all of it was garbage. All of it was garbage, but it just too much stuff dropped. Yeah. And it's like, no, this is actually like good. <laughs> right, so here's the thing with garden crafting. I don't think it should get added to the base game. However, you don't. I think it's it on its own is a way better crafting system. It didn't add any upper power to like the top point <laughs> 0.1% of people who were already having disgusting disgusting items. They just make those easier, but they didn't get any more powerful. It greatly raised the floor. And the so average. That most yeah. people are doing significantly better and able to craft. And I love that. So I would like the game to have a crafting system like the one we've got now. I think it's more appropriate. It's better. It doesn't raise the ceiling. It only helps. Like the better, the closer you get to the 0.1%, the, the less extra power you've gotten out of this. Right? Like the the further back you were, the better. You you got helped a lot. Yeah. However, the game in its current state is not set for people to have items as powerful as we're making. Every <laughs> average Joe Blow in white maps can make items so powerful they can trivialize most of the game with them once they learn how to craft. Right. This is the, like a never-ending cycle. So what I want. What I'm hoping is that the response to crafting like this is so good that it becomes the main, whether it's garden crafting specifically or not, the crafting part of it, the way that the crafting works, I really hope that that becomes a core part of PoE 2 and then the game is designed around that rather than rather than implementing the, 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 that crafting system we're using this league which is fantastic into a game that's play. not ready for it. Mm. Like I, PoE as a base game isn't ready for us to have items this good all the time at the drop of a hat. Like that's they're too strong, but the crafting system is way better and I want it. So I'm hoping it makes it into PoE too as the way people craft and then the game balanced accordingly. I'd agree with that. I absolutely love it. It's it's mostly the target and gnolls have been doing it for me. This thing is like, I really don't like this thing on this mod. Get rid of it. Yeah. Let's get rid of it off that I don't need it anymore. And now it opens me up to like, oh, I can, now I can put something else on if I want to. Yeah. And I get, you like, know, now that I think about it, this, I, this, this was something that I, th I feel like people always suggested, and now we can kind of do it, and that is adding a currency that changes the tiers of a mod. Well, you yeah. can do that now, it never <clears> moves. Yeah, but you can't do it with every mod because not every mod is being uh, being served by harvest crafting. So you can do you can do it with specific ones, but then it's they also have like other mods like. But they what? balanced it. It's almost like they're doing exactly what Suit said, as in they took that idea and then they balanced it to make it slightly not broken. Oh no, it's the most broken it, thing we've ever. Oh, had. it still it's, is, it's, but it's, I mean, like they specifically. You specifically can't do that with elder mods or something unless it's got like a fucking elder life mod or something like that. You can make a make your entire gear in path of building and then just create that gear. 
<laughs> you can it's like importing two path of building but the other way around you build in path of building and then you just import that gear into the game i can totally <laughs> i can totally see build. how in trade league it's incredibly unlimited and and like you, you can just really like just come up with an item and do it like there's very very few things that you can't do because of mod restrictions right so you want this crafting without this without any of the harvest mechanics and, well definitely yeah. the Look. i don't want the garden to be core let me quickly elaborate well, my thoughts i agree to, i agree with the sentiment of the the crafting being more interesting i've always liked the crafting in last epoch which is another arpg where you can add target add mods from other items that you disassembled kind of and there's a chance that the item breaks while you add the mods but it's a little bit more targeted and there's more steps involved in making an item like you you, you there's you just keep upgrading it over a longer period of time whereas in poe in the past i've always felt like oh i find a good item now maybe i do like a, a you know like a, i annul something i annul gap but that's always super gamble i could exalt stamp something that's always super gamble unless you exclude certain mods with you know and even then it's super gamble and most of the time it's like two or three steps and then the item is done unless it's like early in the league when i find a really good base and then early on i only opt to craft on life and wear it and then later on when i get multi-mod or when i get the council crafts then i i you know take off the crafted mod, I add multi-mod and finish the item, but then it's always sort of finished. And and now I have certain pieces of gear that I've been upgrading, like basically since I entered maps, that I've just been crafting around on, where I've, I've gambled away ES modifiers, like uh, add remove defense modifiers, and, and trying to get higher ES, where I've improved the resistances, and it's just an ongoing process of making the items better and more interesting. And uh, I don't know, it just keeps me in there for longer. And that's what I really like. I don't think that the gardening mini game is something mm. that I permanently want in Path of Exile. But the crafting system or the underlying principle of being able yeah. to target Anul, target Exalt, target Reroll and stuff like that would be cool to have in a different shape or form in the game. Like, like give us access through other mechanics or... I don't know. They find a bestiary great way. Bestiary and like delve were like bestiary was like they they would like the entire crafting mechanics you get from harvest. It feels like they had everything on a list and they wanted to try it all at once. Like delve was like targeted chaos spamming basically, right? And bestiary was like now you can like save a magic base. This is like we've got all these things we want to try and we're running out of time before we can we don't have enough leagues we have to do 20 leagues to try all these ideas let's just throw them all into fucking harvest tie it behind a game mechanic and see which ones the players use and like and if you just keep being super vocal about you really enjoying this crafting just like the entire way of doing it like everything they're doing uh, apart from like whatever whatever one thing you hate fuck ggg but like uh, reddit, reddit reddit logic but if you just be real vocal and say you really enjoy all of this and like whatever chris said or something uh they're not really gonna plan on keeping the crafting around. Like it was a, it was a uh, experimental league more than anything, right? There's probably no chance of it going core. Uh, like 80, 95%, none of this is going core, right? But if you just be super vocal that you really love all of this crafting shit, they'll probably like add it in some way or another, right? Like this way of crafting, or unpopular, actually no, super popular opinion, destroy betrayal. Get rid of veiled. Make make betrayal guys drop seeds instead, and just implement harvesting. <laughs> I want that. 
Unveiling is literally the worst part of every single league I ever do. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. And this is still not fun, but the crafting's fun. It's really weird that the, the gameplay is it's fun for some people, the planning and all that stuff, but then most people are just copying builds like Bala of Reddit. But the crafting, it was, crafting is fun? What happened? How did this happen? I, Everyone's I loving it. Crafting's always been fun for the people who understood it. Yeah, but now this league has it. just got way more people into crafting yeah. because the barrier of entry became way, way lower. Especially crafting once they added mod tags right. in game. Well, barrier oh, yeah. of entry do, to crafting is so much lower than before. That's such a good addition, dude. I oh I wanted that before this leak already, and now this leak has yeah. brought it so much in the forefront that they couldn't just not do it. They had to do it. Right? Yeah, like, but now you want like much more quality of life, right? You know how like you open the crafting thing and it highlights if it's a remove or highlights if it's a reforge. That's just great as well. Highlights. Give me yeah. that, except when I press tab at a map and it highlights reflect, so Ziz may never die again. So it highlights <laughs> specific. So you got a wall of text, and all you well, really you, you see can, is you can still put your maps into a tab and just enter reflect, and then you'll find the reflect maps, and you can just destroy yeah. them or re-roll them. But what I the wanted to say is, is interestingly. You have on rare items, it shows you what's a defense mod, what's a life mod, what's a um, attack mod and stuff mm -hmm. like that. It does not on uniques. But the system is already there for uniques because you can put quality on uniques, right? Like on my baited breath, it tells me which of the modifiers are defense modifiers because those are increased by the defense quality from the catalyst. Yeah. But it doesn't say unique mod defense. It just says unique mod. So that's definitely something that they still need to add in my opinion, so that you know beforehand what a catalyst will Why? do on a, on a, yeah, you that you know what a catalyst will do on a given you item. You use a single catalyst and you press alt and you go, well, that one didn't work, man. Maybe I'll just try another one. And it wastes. Yeah, you no, waste that, like that works. Max eight. Sure. I, I had that, I had that with the presence of Joyula where I had no idea that you could increase the um, amount of life you convert to ES. Yeah. That's super OP. <laughs> I was yeah, like, so I had no unexpected. idea that catalyst would work with that because I didn't realize like oh that technically is I I think I think it's a life mod in Maristers, right? I think it's so a life so. and a defense you can use either. I think <laughs> literally there got both go. tags. You can just use either one. Yeah. <laughs> it just becomes twenty. Yeah, but I, I wish I knew it was defense because that probably would have been cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wish I knew that like a league two ago. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, th that would be cool to just, you know, you can data mine that or you can ask other people, but there's no reason it shouldn't be, like, openly visible in-game. Yeah, and it's pretty, it's pretty useful. But, like, am I the only one that really enjoys the harvest, like, the actual league mechanic outside of crafting? I enjoy it. I just don't think it, it would be a great addition to Path of Exile as a core it mechanic. Much, though, is it? I mean, like, the only reason I haven't pulled up my garden again to rebuild the entire thing in the last two days is that I'm scared that Stream might be sick of it because I've spent pulled up my garden like four times and rebuilt it. But I want to, and I'm excited to. I don't know if that would last forever or not. Like, if I, they added it to the base game and I had to do it over and over again every yeah. league. I think then they'd have to add like a functionality where you can just import it. It's just there's way too much oh. tedious setup time required in order to benefit from it. If you compare it to something like Betrayal or Delve, 
stuff like that where there's already some setup time for Dell for example you have to do the early shadow Dells far longer than the farm to set up yeah but betrayal you don't need to have a setup board in order to get your first railed items in order to get your first you know progress towards the thing right and right. technically in the garden you have to put a whole lot of time in in order to grow your first nah, not a whole lot of time for the first seeds to grow I don't know it's just I can't objectively say that it doesn't fit. I just personally don't think it would be great in the game I if every league I'd have a garden. Yeah. I can mm. see it as being an additional annoyance because now there's another thing you have to manage in between maps or during maps, right? Because yeah. check on your incursion, check on your soul fight, um, yeah. make sure you have your tabs cleared out, check on whatever, or now you have a garden to worry about. Or who's cleared out their menagerie since the beginning of the league? I was just thinking oh, I actually did it. Visit it. <laughs> Give us bestiary 2.0, I, but we build a zoo I, instead. Legitimate, like yesterday during my stream, I was, uh, I was talking about because um, I, I did one of those convert a bestiary item into a lure. And uh, <laughs> for those who didn't know, the crab lure can give you the imprint beast. So that's nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, because it spawns crab mobs, and the imprint beast is a crazy uh, chimeral, and I just had one spawn on my map. Nice. And I so I got the beast. I opened up my bestiary um crafting recipes, and I saw I had a six link. I didn't know I, it was there because I, I just forgot to check my menagerie. And it yeah, I have no idea what I've got. <laughs> yeah, I was worried that I was overriding my beasts because I I looked at the the so I going into my bow craft. I, I farmed a porcupine set for the bow for the caustic arrow and stuff. Uh, I I just wanted to check well what kind of beast crafts do I have? Do I have add a prefix, remove a suffix, or do I have the imprint maybe? I just wanted to see, so I have an overview of what's available. And I looked at my list, and literally every single category of beasts had like the full 18 out of 18 or whatever they each have. And I was like, fuck, this thing is entirely stuffed. And I did like an hour of uh, of random beast crafts. That was fun. <laughs> so, I think... And I know some people are going to get upset when they hear that, but I think well, beasts could just go. Mm. They don't actually add anything, and literally all of us feel no weight or excitement about beasts. We have to be reminded or remember to go and check. Now, there are things we want, suffix to prefix, prefix to suffix, imprints, things like that. There are like... Some specific, uh, the flasks just being able to like add a suffix to flask and whatnot. And there are things, outcomes we want from that that we wouldn't want to lose. But beasts, especially as a master, just feel, I don't know, weightless. So you would like to have Einha replaced with Oshabi, basically what you're saying? I, I think, I think I would love that. I, think I don't I think I would, I would oppose that, but they'd still have to change the garden mechanic for it to be way less set up. Like, maybe have Oshabi build the garden for you, or like, I don't know, something. I'm, I'm kind of sitting here, and so I, I don't look for, uh, if Harvest makes it into the game, I don't look forward to 10% encounter rate. That would have mm -hmm. to change significantly. Oh, oh lord. <laughs> That if it's going to be a 10% be encounter rate, it better drop me 150 goddamn seeds at once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Individually. They, look, they're already in the stacks. We don't need to go backwards. Look, that shit's just like 
Luffalong. So that that okay. Well, I need I need to talk about something later <laughs> related to lab <laughs> and that. <laughs> oh, right. I need to go to the bathroom real quick. I'll be back in a second. Wait, oh, go on. Um, <laughs> wait. So <laughs> I personally enjoy Einhar. I think the problem with Einhar is pretty much the same problem that we earlier talked about real quickly. And that's the, the general item clutter in Path of Exile. There's just too much meaningless loot that you will either ignore or just pick up in order to vendor for the shards. And in the same way, I think Einhar needs a declutter. Like, I think if beasts were actually something special that you find a beast and like most of the times it would be something that you'd excite be excited about and maybe you get fewer beasts per map you get fewer einhar missions in total but then you don't get that many bad uniques you don't get that many like unnecessary crafts like create like four jeweler orbs of fusing but like every time you get a beast it's sort of a every time you get a beast it's a feast no it's well, a, it's a it celebration Make it how it used to be in Bestiary League, where it was just beasts were basically like div cards, as in if you wanted a specific beast, you go to a specific map and you go oh, in for yeah, it. Oh, yeah. I completely hate the fact that they, they removed that. Now, it's, just, it's just an RNG. It's just random again. And so it's, you don't give a shit about any of your beasts because you just get them wherever they pop up. And every three days you, or every two weeks, you check your Bestiary and you're like, oh, I've got a six link. Holy shit, I didn't know that. Whereas if you wanted a six-link base, you could go, I need to go to Chateau T14s. I've only got seven of them. That's okay. I'll farm them anyway and hope I get a beast. I'm, I'm imagining that situation with those lures I spoke about. If there was deterministic beasts in certain maps, just take that crab lure, go to the mm. uh, chimeral map, and then just farm imprint beasts. There you go. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be an interesting thing to do. How many mechanics could we, like, how many league mechanics could we destroy and turn into seeds? Like, bestiary. You could just turn all that into seeds. I mean, like, not law. Who gives a shit about laws? Just theoretically, bestiary is just crafting. The crafts Fossils put them into crafting. seeds. Alva isn't. I mean, apart from Alva-specific crafts, get me some, some top-tier vowed, yeah. some vowed seeds. Boom, Alva yeah, crafts. I was I was about to say that what if we could just corrupt seeds and that would give us the val the the, oh. the, the, the temple mods, val crops. Yeah, but like there's there's the definitely a lot more crossover seeds. potential in this league, like with other leagues. Yeah, I didn't think about that. That sounds cool. Getting like different types of seeds from the temple, getting seeds from oh. other masters. Oh. <laughs> it's like if you could corrupt a um a reforged life and it just reforges the temple life mods with a hybrid. Let's stick that on a ring. <laughs> You could uh, go to lab and chant your seeds, and then you can have like a deterministic pick from three when a crafting option comes up. Which enchant do you want? And they're all garbage because it's labyrinth. Yeah, let's say you still get totem life. Yep, totem life's great for righteous fire totems too. <laughs> I noticed that with the so I, I guess you guys noticed that as well that you can normal jewels, cobalt, viridian, and. Um, Crimson are super easy to craft now with the harvest, right? Like you can mm -hmm. either like do uh, lucky defense, lucky uh, life, but with the life ones, you get a lot of totem life. So I was thinking about like maybe <laughs> making a righteous fire totem build again because I don't know if you can scale that much HP, enough HP on a totem versus a regular character for that to be bad. 
Yeah, I mean, it used to be a thing. I just don't know how it is now. Like, it used yeah. to be definitely a build because of chieftains. Uh, your totems are immune to fire damage because they wouldn't degen yeah. down, right? Uh, but yeah, also I think that that the 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 fact that righteous fire has partially flat damage now may help massively for the totems because they don't get that much life. But I, I haven't done the math. I'm not a pro in that build. I don't know how good RF totems are. I, I keep forgetting the RF got that change. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot that actually has some flat to it now. Well, it's been a very long time since I played RF, man. I put yeah. a jewel for it if you want it. <laughs> Do you? Nah, it's only three well, proper it's actually quite garbage. It, funnily enough, I, I feel like um, crafting the regular base jewels, crafting it with a life mod and some stuff, that's totally fine. Um, I because I because I'm playing Ice Crash, I needed to get a bunch of crit multi on the jewels. It was a nightmare mm. to do that because there's so, so many like different crit multi. <laughs> oh yeah, I can see uh, that. Yeah, oh, there's yeah. so many crit multis and there's so many different melee types. So it's just it. I ended up just buying. I ended up just buying that one because like I can't roll crits on this. And you're like trying to spam on. like cold jewels specifically, and it keeps going cold res. Hybrid cold res, cold res on your jewels, and you're just like, I'm just gonna die. <laughs> I, I put in, I did like physical resistance. I, I put in lucky crit, and I got three one-handed mods, or like two one-handed mods, and a no, and then a global mod. I'm like, okay, well, I can't use this for two-hander. Thanks for the heads up. I'm not gonna try and craft crit jewels if I make a crit. Yeah, build. Don't do that. But, <laughs> really, don't do that. But the defense mods is really pog. I have oh, yeah. so many, many good ES jewels, and then that the fact that you could put implicits onto them. I, you can actually one of the implicits you can get is increased ES recharge rate, and that's so good because it's also an explicit that you can get. You can get so much recharge rate now. I'm never using that implicit one again. I should try. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, last time you thought you were using Didn't it, you use weren't it using it either. So you started early. <laughs> oh damn! Um, yeah, no, that was that for was. For anyone uh, who missed that on any. Could be listening. Uh, I took my Vile Timeless Jewel out of my tree to add an implicit to it in the garden. Except that that's not what it said. It didn't say add an implicit. It said re-roll a jewel into another jewel. And it became like, I don't know, a Molten Strike Jewel or something. Yeah, it became absolute and crap. Like, and the best thing is that... Jewel? But no. GFL edited that clip... In after the clip where you ridiculed Steel Mage for, for gambling yeah. away or thinking that he gambled away his four counts heart cards and actually turned them into <laughs> random crap cards. Yeah. That was such a good clip. Oh, <sighs> <sighs> uh, it was such look, I just I have to that jewel had damage on every single minor travel node that I was using. It was just like area damage, spell damage, elemental damage, area damage. And it was like <laughs> fucking perfect. And then since then, I can't get another jewel anywhere near as good. I like my build lost like 15% of its damage because of that. Oh <laughs> yeah. Well, just just look up like it's in the clip which seat number it is. Just find the seat number again. <laughs> just find it, dude. <laughs> Oh, God. Hmm. Uh, 
Yeah, just find it. No, I mean, but you're in trade league. It's like not 100% excluded that someone else has that jewel. Maybe even without knowing how good it is because they maybe didn't check it in the spot that you were using it on. So maybe you could find yeah. it again. That's just... I've like, I've I've had a whoop up since 20 minutes after that for the exact number. They don't yeah. exist. Hmm. On, on the subject of jewel crafting, uh, I will say Harvest is very nice for crafting cluster jewels. Because alt spam and cluster oh, yeah. jewels is ass. It sucks. <laughs> I do Even not after look patch, forward it to sucks. clusters next league. Yeah, it is. Cl it, like, the, I don't know how I'm going to make my clusters next league. better than they league. were with the change, the enchanted jewel sockets or whatever. That's yeah, a, that, that was a fantastic change, but trying to craft them still is pretty annoying because if I were... In Delirium, I felt like when I was out-spamming them, I would see notables, and then I would, like, aug or regal the passives. It's backwards now. I feel like I'm yeah. alting the passive, the small passives, and then augging, <laughs> regaling the notables, and that's not good. It, it, um, I actually, it got to the point where to make my BV poison character, I needed two larges, four mediums, and four smalls. I bought the jewels to craft in quarry, because I could run quarry fast with my lab runner, and then, like, 500 seeds <laughs> later, I had enough... I had the right jewels. <laughs> yeah, but that's a separate problem. Quarry farming shouldn't exist in any league ever. I'm actually super surprised that it's a thing in this league again. That they, it only they, works with the level items. I it tried. only works with the level yeah. items. But certain... Oh, but up to a se item level 75, that's... Yeah. I mean, that's and pretty high. It gets, and it gets better, because if you've got... Like, let's say you want an explodey chest with... Uh, I don't know, something on it else, whatever else other thing you want, right? Mm -hmm. You find one mod that works on an item level 75, then you get your item level 85 explode chest, you awaken an orb, slam it into a level 75 base, it forces the mod on, and then you quarry farm to, to, to craft the rest of it. Mm. Oh, you know, I didn't done. actually... I didn't actually consider the fact that you could... Uh, oh, I... I don't know why I didn't think about the fact that you can awaken her or the high level mod into a level of item. Yep. You can that. just craft pretty much anything you want on a 75. That's, but that's As also a... disgusting. It shouldn't work like that. Yeah. Just don't do it. It's not worth it. Quarry farming of, yeah. Not I, I will say, I will say that was a very tedious process. And I don't have optimal jewels, but I have something that's good. <laughs> yep. And it's good as like again, a pre map I, thing. I did it on a lab runner, so I was zooming around Quarry at 400 move speed, and that still took a long time. Yep. I feel despite the fact that Delirium isn't as common as it used to be, I, I feel I can more reliably generate jewels. And the fact that... I, I, I feel like Delirium is also super common in Quarry. I noticed that when Quarry farming... You, not only do you get the seed case really, really close to the waypoint, but you also get an incredible amount of like extra betrayals or incursions or deliria. I ignored those. But <laughs> yeah, they're they're pretty low level. Like a lot of notables now have level requirements, mm. item level requirements. But still, I I felt like I was much more able to get the jewels that I need for my build. In that case, the chaos dot multi and the dot multi jewels, which I, I got, I can say I think fairly reliable. I don't yeah. know. I didn't get a single ES jewel all the league. 
Like from the small <laughs> clusters that I got, I got like 15 or so. One of them is life, none is ES. I think I've is seen like three, three or four. Uh, I should do that. Yeah. How many have you seen? What did you say? I, I think I've seen three or four uh, small life cluster jewels, but all of them have three passives. Damn. But that's good. That's what you want. Uh, Depends. I'm you want small stuff three. On, on, my, on my characters, I'm point starved, so I gotta have that too. Life. <laughs> smalls are like does. the yeah. Smalls are like the most efficient way you can possibly get life on the entire tree, with the exception of the Constitution Wheel. I think all smalls for life and energy shield are the best at maximum. You want them as threes. Oh, I guess I. Crap. I guess I could have just spec. Yeah, I guess I could have just spec out a five percent and spent that into a small life. Well. I hope I kept some of those. <laughs> I, I, those. I think I have like two yeah. still. It's sort of the exact opposite of the every other jewel, like right? You want larges with eight. If I see a large with nine, it becomes vendor fodder. And if you see a medium with six, six. in most cases, that's garbage. There's one case where they're super expensive, but that's because the return of Harold is happening, in case anyone missed that. That was inevitable. I'm in lab world, so I didn't know that was happening. Mm. Aura stacking build is returned. And if you want to know when, all you have to do is pick any of the items you knew that it used last league and have a look at it on Peewee Ninja, like Malagaro's gloves. Oh, is... Um, super cheap, An Ellie Week corrupted pair of, Ellie, of Malagaro's gloves went from, like, 8x to 75x in eight hours uh, the voices cluster jewels the five pointers went from one to 25 in eight I'm hours i'm looking at what um, the like all the items you know that worked for the herald stacker just whoop, all at once <laughs> which means a small subset of people found a way to make it work and then bought up all of the items uh, as quick as they possibly could and are now making those builds. And in the next two or three or four days, the build and how it works will come out and then everyone else will want them and then the people in charge of all of the wealth will sell those items at 150 times what they paid for it a few days ago. While it's not expensive, I do notice, I do see a noticeable jump in Nebulous in the past day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to delist my nebulous real quick. Mm. <laughs> Why did I put it? Oh, there it is. Yeah, so that's, that is the thing. The uh, aura stacking guys uh, are back. They're back at it again. Um, it's a lot more restrictive than last time. And it won't be quite as strong. And it'll be a lot harder to make. So if you're someone who could afford to make it last time, you probably can't afford it this time. And it's not as good, but it's still bad. I mean, it was incredibly powerful last league and way too it, powerful. It, it it should be something that should be not as good, but achievable at like an insane amount of investment. It it was a fun, interesting build. 
like from the way it was built yeah. it just it was way too powerful way too easily absolutely strong <laughs> mm. i think it'll yeah. be okay this time because yeah, it'll be I, something I, most of us can't fucking do <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, if it's if it's gonna be if it's gonna be, it'll be brought down, but it'll still be dumb. So, and as long I guess yeah. as long as it's hard to make, then it's fine if if it's that dumb. Yeah, I'm um, not against that level of upper power, so long as it takes, you know, a bajillion exalts to get it running, then that's fine. So that 1200 DPS axe that we've seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Bala was specifically talking about uh, about not yeah, having a no. problem with the power of Herald builds. <laughs> I know I was kind of tying it to the other things that are like, oh, that's that's silly. <laughs> I do want that axe though. I would actually play melee if I had an axe like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think we haven't touched at all on the the changes to lab so far. We talked a little bit about harvest, about the the current state of harvest, how we feel about it before and after the buff, and uh, you know, how we feel about the idea of it going core already on the second podcast of the league. Like Anyone else <laughs> think that this league feels like super progressed already? Heard a lot of people say they feel like they're already in the second month after two weeks. Well, it's... Is that burnout? Or it's just... been two weeks. No, it's been three weeks now, but it's like when I heard them talk Wait, about it... Wait, has it only it been three week weeks? Late. No, that's what I said on the intro. It's three weeks yeah. ago. Yesterday evening, three weeks ago, the league started. Sweet when is, Jesus. When does when does the next semester start? Hold on. <laughs> when does the next league start? Well, I mean, in September. I can't, I can't keep track of what day it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know I, that. Uh, I had, I had <laughs> suit suit ready yesterday and slippery gym wake up at like 6 30 in the morning <laughs> despite the fact that we're sharing date lists for the podcast yeah. already for weeks no, no. <laughs> for other I guests didn't, i didn't forget what day the podcast was on oh you forgot what i day lost it was. track of the day it was oh, okay to be like fair, i always knew it that, was that's Sunday a big difference i just thought it was saturday when it was friday <laughs> I've thought it's Saturday for the past three days, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but, uh, I didn't realize it was that early. Still. Yeah, you, you, suit size, you're, you're kind of the lab person here. Do you want to quickly give us a small introduction to what the different new labs are doing? I, I only know you can turn the offering to the goddess into a tribute, a gift, or a dedication to the goddess. And I'm, I'm yeah. sure you tried all of them and you know exactly what what they do oh uh, yeah so the new labs have been added into the game that baylor is called uh, giga labs um my my dumb brain has called them uu labs because someone said, <laughs> uber. Labs. <laughs> someone said uber uber abbreviated uu and then my dumb brain read it as uu so my chat won't let that go <laughs> so for Ooh. the the new labs for the uu labs um <laughs> yeah you can get them by using a tier three vivid seed and you can upgrade an offering randomly into one to three. Well, it'll tell you which offering, but which ones you get will be random. And yep. each of the three different offerings provide different rewards, but also they're all harder than Uber Lab, uh, hence the name. Um, at base, they're all level 83. Um, and depending, and they all have actually have a specific list of mods, but their numbers change depending which lab you're in. Specifically, they all have experience gain, increased damage taken from traps, 
increased damage effectiveness of damage over time from lab traps. Uh, <laughs> Izaro damage, Izaro life, lab monster damage, lab monster life, and pack size. That's the base that you start with. Now, the and that, that's the same different. for all three of them. That is th the same for all three of them have at least those mods. Oh, okay. Oh, God. Have at least those mods. Some of them have different things. And I guess while I'm going through the labs, I'll probably mention a little bit about the, each of the rewards because the rewards are also different. Um, I guess I'll start with the least eventful one in my mind, which would be the dedication to the uh, goddess. Because that one lets you have built enchants, which are. There's like four good ones. <laughs> four kind of good ones. The rest of the built enchants aren't that great. And the main thing about that lab is it actually has 80% increased damage taken from all the traps. So combine that with garbage belt enchants, I don't see people doing that lab. How many? Uh, what? How big is the pool of the belt enchants? Because you said there's uh, like four good ones. I've seen one where it's like your withered uh, reduces enemy all resist by minus six or something like that. Enemies uh, withered by you have minus six to all resist or something like that. That one sounded pog for me. Uh. There are 15 enchants, belt enchants, and yeah, it is enemies withered by you have minus 6% res. The other notable ones to me are at area of effect while you have arcane surge, recover life when you kill an enemy while you have rage. Um, Very niche. Uh, and hits against enemies unnerved by you have 50% increased uh, chance to get hit by a crit. That and I think one's the last, cool. And I think the last one that is niche, but. Uh, Good it would be enemies maimed by you take in eight percent increased damage over time. That's also cool. But the other there ones are, are like the other ones are like accuracy while you have onslaught, which is eh. Of avoid yeah. elements while you have elusive. Okay, that one's shaky because you can just dispel elements. Uh, hmm. Reduce curse effect while you're on consecrated ground is. I don't know who builds their own consecrated ground. Or purifying <laughs> flame and stuff like that. But um, but mo most of them aren't. I as someone, uh, I guess there's an argument to be made by enemies blinded by you have thirty percent reduced crit rate, but they're kind of blinded already. I mean, there, there I mean... are a hand. They're like there are the kind of they're good, debatable, or. Probably not going to have to worry about belt and chance. And I just think yeah. combining that with the part that people kind of hate most about the lab, which is the traps and making the traps even Running. harder, it's like, I don't think people are probably not going to do dedication. Also, yes, I heard that Baylor. <laughs> I heard that Baylor. <laughs> I, and I absolutely uh, kind of understand and agree with that. I A lot of people don't like lab just because they don't like doing it, which actually I probably should have started with that. If you don't like lab before, the offerings don't fix your problems. They make it worse by making traps do more damage to you. And <laughs> you still have to wait for good labs. So I, if you don't like lab before, these new offerings don't do anything to benefit you. So, they kind of just so if you already kind of liked moving. lab, you now have a more challenging version that you can run. Uh, uh, which side but are you? It, <laughs> but is it worth it for the others? Not the belt enchant one, apparently. Uh, I will get... If the next lab that I would like to talk about is actually the tribute to the goddess, um, mm. this one in my mind is actually the hardest lab because it had not only does I guess I should mention pr previously for the other labs, Azaro deals thirty percent damage and Azaro has three hundred percent life in addition to being yep. level eighty three, but for the tribute to the oh. goddess, he has sixty percent damage, four hundred percent life, 
50% AOE and 30% attack, cast, and move speed. <laughs> right, so you stop trying to dodge him and you build a juggernaut. No. Here's the thing. My lab build that I went to fight Azar for the first time was a 8k HP juggernaut with 7 endurance charges, 10k armor. I got hit by a two-hand two-handed slam for 5k damage through all of that. <laughs> <laughs> it hurt. It hurt. But then um, one so enduring cry and you're like, back up. <laughs> are we building like lab? Like um are we to do lab? I would do we now have to build like delve style jugs? Uh you have like to that build that level. I would Just say get a decoy told him. <laughs> if you have a proper boss killer, you can probably do lab as long as you're not a glass cannon boss killer, because you still have to navigate the lab. Like a hardcore style boss killer. Yes. Herald of Agony Jug is the thing going on now. Not just a regular jug. So but, I may have started the with a Herald of Agony defense. Jug that doesn't do enough damage. Really? Yeah. I sh- uh, maybe it's, I don't know if it's because I had bad gear, but I did take a Herald of Agony Juggernaut into that tribute lab, and it killed Azaro. Well, it sort of killed Azaro. I was able to phase Azaro and everything. It just took a while. And I say I say I sort of killed Azaro because I got to the final room and I crashed. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh no! Paper yeah. hands. Uh, out of the, the out of the out of the three labs I did, two of them crashed in the final room. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, but um, oh. I I definitely will say that the tribute just because Izaro is such a, a monster in that fight in that lab that was probably the hardest one. Um, however, the rewards are it is this it just says labyrinth rewards have been enriched, and what that means is the Silver chests, the chests behind some of the trap gauntlets and puzzles, and the end chests mm. have been buffed. And they have been buffed significantly. Most notably, stacks of quality currency, which I, for the love of God, please add that into regular lab. Because <laughs> instead of seeing like a screen full of blacksmith weststones, I see three groups of ten. And that's a lot nicer that's, now. That's very nice. They have stacks of regular currency. Up. Yeah, they have stacks of reg- regular currency. I had someone send me, uh, tell me that they had an exalt drop, but because it was in the tribute lab, they had two exalts drop in the stack. So that's a thing. Nice. Um, stacks of div cards, and I think they could be any div cards. Um, I level 86 bases, which is awesome. But not only can yep. you get I level 86 bases, very, very rarely you can get influenced 86 bases. Yo, which that's is cool. really nice. I got sent a picture of an elder convoking wand from lab. Eighty six. Wow, <laughs> that was eighty six. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and I don't are... think you want an elder convoking wand, but like that's an interesting and useful thing. Just a chance of an elder bone helmet sitting there. <laughs> yeah. And um, I guess mm. the only two other ones that I know of that I've seen, um, I need to go back and do more tribute labs. Uh, Uncorrupted Six Links, and their I love 86 bases as well, and Tier 14 through 16 maps. In my Tribute Lab that I succeeded, oh, nice. I got 8 Tier 14 to 16 maps from two boxes. Or I opened two boxes and got told like 8 maps from them. Oh, and that that's was true, very see. nice. But Okay, so I'm just saying, that's forget about the buff part, but that's the level that regular like Uber Lab should be on anyway. No, regular Uber Lab is way too easy to get that good loot. I was about to say, that might be a little... No, 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 just the zone level. 
Mm. Like when, because you can drop maps in Uberlab, but by the time you unlock it, you're already in tier 14 to 16 maps most well, of the time. Uh, I would just like it to be that level. Just the I, Uber Lab. Even if they didn't yeah. buff it or buff anything, just that item level. If if Uber Lab itself was just by default level 83, I'd be okay with that, but I'd be wary about leaving those difficulty mods on it at that point. No, no I, yeah, no, I just mean normal Uber Lab, just yeah. level. A- 83. No. Uh, if, if, Even if like was 80, 83. so it can drop good red level maps. Yeah, I I did like just, I actually I ran into the new situation where the current um uh the current lab map drops actually helped me because I unlocked Uber Lab and I was still in tier six maps. I ran Uber Lab for two days and I jumped <laughs> all the way to tier eleven and twelve maps. Because <laughs> yep. the lab just okay. gave me like thirty or some odd maps, but that is a very niche situ- situation where you actually want to farm lab in the first week because most people don't do that. <laughs> in fact, yeah. everyone doesn't do that. <laughs> I would say. You know, I, don't, I definitely but, don't want to do that. <laughs> I would I, be tempted to start with a lab farmer, even an SSF. I, ideally, it would be for a trade league because then you can sell the enchants that you don't need. Otherwise, you're just setting your own league up. But what yeah. always prevented me from doing it is, fuck, I want to engage with the league and the league is never in lab. So, like, as yeah. a streamer, like, what do you have to offer? Like, everyone wants to see what's the new content, right? So like, but you're just spending all your day in lab. I, I no I've been struggling with that recently. Where um, as my BV character, I killed my, I killed uh, Awakener Eight Sirius with uh, my BV poison character, and I hit a crossroads. Like I kind of want to make another character. Do I make a mapping another mapping build? And I was actually thinking about playing Don Blow, but then I was like, I haven't done any of the tribute lab farming because I wanted to do tribute lab farming because I knew about those rewards. I'm like, I haven't done any lab farming yeah. about that, but no one. Do I want to farm lab now or do I want to keep mapping? Because I'm kind of enjoying mapping and engaging with the, the league crafting. I made a broken chest plate and bro- broken boots and now a broken weapon. Do I really want to leave this back and just go into lab for a bit? I, I think <laughs> I, I kind of am with that ice crasher. I hope that ice crasher can actually like survive lab. It, it has the damage. I hope I can actually survive lab. But it's it's a weird situation of lab being so de- lab being so detached from, from the league. Because even now, the league interacts with lab, but the lab doesn't interact with the league. Right, because you can, league will so you get, can get you a better buff. lab, but the lab doesn't do anything with harvest. Yeah, why There's don't no you get seeds from the enough. from the enchanted labs, from the augmented labs? That, that'd be nice if at the at the end of the lab there was just a little extra box that had it was just a box of seeds, <laughs> like three maps worth of seeds for running the. No, higher tier seeds, maybe. Like, normally you only get tier 1 seeds from the seed cage, but in the lab they could give you, like, tier 2, tier 3 mm. seeds. Oh, that'd that be would nice. Be cool. Yeah. I could, um, mm, I'd speed farm Uber Lab so much for tier 1 seeds. <laughs> this regular Uber Lab for tier 1 seeds. But I, I will say, in terms of all three of the labs, the trivia one seems most interesting because not only is it the hardest one, but I feel like the rewards... This is very strange in a world of where enchants make super bank, and I made like 30 exalts at the beginning of the league from Enchants, but the yep. chest reward might be the one of the better new labs to farm, just because every single item in that pool sounds good to get. <laughs> every single like, mm. box pool seems good to get. And I, did, and I will mention, like I said, you can get some of these from the silver doors. If you're willing to go your way to get a silver door, you can get some of these in a smaller quantity, but 
sort of getting stacks of Which if they're rewarding really enough, then you'll you'll do that, right? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and I guess uh, now that I've talked about the lab that I feel like the most interesting, the one that's in a strange position is the gift of the goddess. This is actually the most expensive offering to get. Uh, because this is the that is the lab that gives you six additional uses of the divine font for a total of seven enchants at base, but you can use twice enchanted and get the dark shrine for a total of nine enchants. <laughs> and this has yep. caused the weird situation of well, I guess before I say the weird situation, previous thing, um, the changes to the gift of the goddess is actually the easiest lab because all it does is it buffs the normal monsters in the lab. <laughs> oh, it doesn't buff Azara at all. Oh, no, outside of the base Azara just has 30% damage, 300% life. The huh. traps deal 30% damage. The mobs, however, have like 100% damage and 300% life, which don't matter. So it's like it's the easiest lab, but it, and it gives you all those enchants. But it's that question of, well, which is better, that lab or just speedrunning Uber Lab? And the answer is it depends. Because uh, <laughs> a strange thing kind of happened where, I, I don't know if it's still going on, but when I was uh, buying, uh, when I was trying to buy or looking at Gift of the Goddess to run it, the price of a Gift of the Goddess is the same price as four Twice Enchanteds. Because it takes four regular labs to equal one of those uh, Gifts of the Goddess. So it kind of depends. Do you want to do, can you do four labs super quick? Or can you just handle the one really hard lab? I'll bet you so, can do four labs quicker. Uh, I'd probably want to invest a little bit more into my character to get to like 500, 600% move speed first. And then it'd probably, honestly, I'd still just do mm. Uberlab regar- the regular Uberlab regardless just because it's less stressful. I don't have to deal with that Turbo Azaro. Yeah. But, hmm. yeah, the... I, I do feel like a regular player should probably give the Gift of the Gods a try, at least, just to see where their build stands. Because if you can do it at a decent time, you might as well keep doing them every time you see them, because that's 9 enchants. Well, six to nine, 7 to 9 enchants is a good amount. Now... Granted, you're probably not going to get what you want, but it's better than just having to do that one Uber Lab and slog through it. But at least now when you slog through it, you're going to get something that's going to feel really good at the end where you roll it nine times. Yeah. Now you get nine bad enchants instead of one. Yeah, you see, you see Devouring Totem twice and then Golem Resistances. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. I, I, oh, it's overall, I guess, like... I, I do like the added challenge of the labs. I do like Azaro is a boss again, right? I, he's been a he's been a pushover. Well, so he's sort of been a pushover. You can kill him easily, but he can still one tap you at seventy five, <laughs> surprisingly. But now he's like it feels like a proper boss. Where at the point where I'm thinking of like I need a proper boss killer to fight him in this stronger lab. So that's a good feeling to have. The stronger that lab is good though. One question: the stronger lab is always the same layout as Uber Lab. Oh yeah, I, yes. The the new the upgraded offerings have the same layout as Uber Lab, so that is also another problem. Where uh, if you're trying to wait for a good lab to run for those new offerings, you have to wait for the regular lab to be good as well. So mm. that is problematic at times. When would it be uh, worse if it was the other way though? Because at least now you can run reg normal Uber Lab to find out whether you want to run the good ones. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, you'd have to jump into better. the good ones. <laughs> yeah, that is a benefit. I'm I'm very glad I don't have to run the hard labs to map them out. <laughs> I'm very glad right? I didn't have to speed run the hard labs to map them out. But um, 
it, it's still that same old lab problem of we had two super solid days of lab farming and now it's been two weeks and lab still is like go into every room if you want everything it's like that's not fun <laughs> that's not time time effective Huh. I wonder if I wonder if Lab even needs to have random layouts anymore. That, that's or seated, a different seated thing. layouts. Hmm. It's like see, see, I guess the that's on right. Yeah, that that's something people have brought up to me where uh seated layouts versus a random lab every single time. And I feel like they both have their benefits, they both have their weaknesses. I can definitely see people like absolutely hating random labs every single time because one character might have like the shortest lap ever, and the next character has the longest lap ever. And then you die during longest lap ever, do it again, and now it's medium lab. <laughs> so it's just like I, would, I more mean like I feel like they could have almost not set layouts because the individual zones would be different, but just like just like zones when I'm leveling. Like I don't really understand why they have to change daily. Oh, okay, I see. Right, like the the individual zones can still be random, like everything else is, but I just don't really understand why it has to be a different thing. Yeah, I see. So like the, the, the leave the excuse me, leave the section layouts the same, like the same amount of rooms, same amount of side rooms, same uh, yeah. same amount of rooms, same amount of side rooms. The exits can be slightly different. The rewards can move around the lab. Isar can still change. Argus can still move around, but the yeah. actual like amount of rooms you're doing every day is the same. Um. Yeah, that, and I don't really nice. see why that's not the case. Because it's just way more replayable and way it stays fresher way longer if it is procedurally generated every day. I don't, I don't see the downside of having content that is. Well, well the downside is they time. haven't wanted to run lab. People who like Rab Lab haven't wanted to run it for the last two weeks. I don't think that People that has, like has anything lab. to do with each other at all. Like I don't, I don't what? think they're no. directly related. No. I, 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 I don't I, think I, people who don't like lab don't like it because of uh, the changing layouts. No, or but the people who like no, lab okay, no, well, don't run okay. it. Yeah, it's it's you're we're talking about two different points where it's the general player base and the people from lab. The general player base, the daily changing lab, they don't care about. If it doesn't matter, the daily changing layouts, they don't care about. They just. The general player race, I feel like, dislikes Lab because of the way it's designed and the way it functions, where it is opposite of PoE, where instead of killing hordes of mobs and then getting a reward, you have to walk past everything to get to your reward. And for the Lab runners, uh, it is we care very much about the daily la uh, changing layouts because, as mentioned, we just haven't done Lab in like a week or two because you know, we look at the layout and we see you got to do three side rooms and you just don't want to do that. Hmm. Yeah. So it's just and making them out. at least a static layout wouldn't do anything to the people who don't like lab already. Like, I don't care. You give me the best lab layout in the fucking world, and I'm still not running it more than once per character. I don't like lab. Yeah. But someone who does like that content wouldn't have to spend like a week and a half, two weeks waiting for a lab day that's worth running. That's if a super the thing. If there's side rooms in the stuff still moves around there's still going to be a wait time which i think is fine considering you can just yeah. you can just map in the meantime i guess <laughs> and because that's what that's what i do like but, um, imagine if burial chambers only on some days was able to drop a doctor <laughs> who says that isn't the case oh god 
<laughs> you can't prove a negative. <laughs> well, you have to just find a day where no one dropped a doctor and then you prove it, right? Doesn't mean you, you at least have a strong indication, not a proof. But. Uh, I, I will say the lab is post 3.0, the lab has, is now significantly better than pre 3.0. Like the, the changes to the length of the base three labs better. Uh, the reward structure is mostly better. Um, I was sad to see the intricate locker disappear and remove death store farming. Um, and they, they need to they need to do something about enchants, man. They need to do something about enchants. Yeah. Nine six to nine seven to nine extra enchants is nice, but my god, that pool sucks. That that enchant pool is terrible. A long time ago, I was in a conversation on the on on your guys' PoE lab server, and at the time, I never never talked about it in public because I felt like I was part of a private conversation and I can't leak anything. But it's so long ago that I have to ask you: there was some some hint of some people trying to figure out like a deterministic way to restrict the pool of enchants. Is that still something that's being investigated by individuals, or have People given up on that because I, I think pe I think people are still trying to suss out that theory. Um, I'm still skeptical on it, and there are some people who kind of live and die by it. And for those who don't, uh, I'm getting, uh, I I get I guess I'll talk about this because I have spoken about the stream because it comes up every now and then. Where um, there is a theory <laughs> going around where if you open the chest at the end of the lab in a certain specific order, depending on the day, it will reduce your enchant pool. That can't be true. I, if you want me to take a step further, that theory is based on the idea that art in the wall along the walls in that room changes on daily on a daily basis. Oh God, that could be true. <laughs> I still don't think it's true because that seems like a very strange way to code things, or strange, very strange yeah. way to design things where wall assets determine boxes that determine enchants. Except now, that. some people. I will admit There's there are precedent. people who've done. There have been people who have done thousands of labs, more than I have, and they say they see some sort of pattern there. But for me, I think <laughs> dude, it's, if it's, I do thousand laps, then I'm also gonna see patterns somewhere, like, dude. Yeah, <laughs> Th that's kind of where I am. It's like you've just done so many. You've just done Did so you many. Know, but this every Thursday, <laughs> every single Thursday on New Zealand time, so not American time. Every single Thursday, there's a fish in Oriath Fountain. That isn't there every other day of the week. Major what? conspiracy, probably tied to lab. Probably tied to fishing. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> this, probably tied to why... fishing. If they do that, if they do that, then that means, yeah, probably lab thing's probably real. This is why By the I way, it's it. not every Thursday. It's just random generation. That's how it works. That's how the entire game's built, to make it look different, even <laughs> though it's the same thing. It's reusing assets. That's how game development is. Come on, it, lab farmers. Except... You're a bunch of psychopaths. Except. Go check out Oriath. Is it Thursday? Let me see if the fish's there. <laughs> that's that's, that's actually that. why I hesitate so much to talk about that theory because it just seems like, come, really now? <laughs> We're going that far in hopes that just... th there's a deterministic enchanting. Which, honestly, the idea of deterministic enchanting is something I would very much appreciate and, in fact, have an idea of how to fix or fix or change the enchants to make it better. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, let's hear your Shoot suggestion. I mean, I mean, obviously you would be able to, to limit it to either strength, intelligence, or dex gems, or, or something like that, or like meaty skills, so I don't know. This, I'm going to put two, thing, two, dis, two disclaimers. One, 
a major rarity rebalance would have to happen because the enchants are weighted. A bigger balance change would have to happen with that. Two, this will only work in PvE 2. In PvE 2, uh -huh. you can link and suck at your gems. How about we enchant our gems? How about mm. we enchant our gems and there is a smaller pool that has some global modifiers to affect your gems. So if you're enchanting, let's say, a tornado shot, you could get damage, projectile speed, uh, chain, fork, pierce, extra projectile, just any effect that will work with those tags on the gem. But as mentioned, a huge rarity rebounds would have to happen to, in order to compensate for that. So now, mm. if you want to get a enchant for your main skill, just put it on your skill. Just enchant your skill right away, and you'll get something usable for it. And if you want the better thing, you're gonna have to probably roll it a couple times. It'll be like, in, it'll be closer to enchanting a boot than the helmet, where a boot seems to be feasible but hard, and a helmet seems like a crapshoot at this point because there's like 500 plus enchants in the pool. So, hmm. could work. Again, major, major changes would have to happen in terms of what enchants you get and how rare they are. But that would be one way to fix the fix the problem because now you don't have to add another five enchants in because you just put the skill gem in and the skill gem has a predetermined amount of enchants you can get for it. I mean, that's far more of an interesting idea than than mine, which was just you know remove like half of the enchants that are garbage that no one wants. So that's, and then let me have yeah. like a lucky roll, like a you hit enchant and you get three options that are rolled randomly, and I get to pick that's, one of those three. That gets brought up to me a lot where it's like turn it into June where you, you see your three enchants and I say that works because that cuts that kind of cuts the um, RNG by a third. But they're still going to add more skill gems and they're still going to add more uh, enchants as yeah. a result. So things get rebloated. We have to do something that kind of. Yeah, it's like that solution is a band aid, whereas you're yeah. changing your idea is like changing how it <laughs> functions. Yeah. Yeah. At the core. Now, it does make sense. Like, Sorry, please finish your thought. Oh uh, no, you go first. You go first. You go. I go first. Okay, okay. No, I I'm just talking a lot. <laughs> no, no, that, that's but that's fine. It makes sense in the context. But uh, I just wanted to say that uh, your your suggestion makes sense with the the development of PUE two moving away from from items kind of being locked onto your character because of socket setups, right? Because you have like three off colors on a six link, you can't easily replace it with another item because you need to mm. move your entire skill setup into the new item. And that's what they want to move away from. They want to make upgrading items more intuitive for newer players so that you can just, when you find an upgrade, you can actually directly put it on instead of first having oh, no. to take care of all the other things. And the other things are not just sockets and links, but also stuff like enchants. For example, if you find a better helmet, you then have to, yeah, you can't move your enchant, so you'd have to re-enchant it, and that's a futile effort in, in many cases. Like, I, I, I don't see that happening for many endgame builds that they upgrade their helmet without like scouring it and recrafting it or just buying the base with the exact enchant. But you're not yeah. going to craft a helmet and, and get like target an enchant. That's out of the ordinary now, right? I, I did just realize something. This is under the assumption that Lab makes it into PE2. <laughs> well, it, it doesn't. <laughs> they, they already said that it's likely going to be another uh, way how to get kill Lab, uh, kill ascendancy. Well, there will be a different way to get ascendancies, but at Exile oh, you might. Have, oh, you might still have that as a challenge. I, um, well, I, I spoke to Eric at ExileCon, and um, his response was, they don't know what's happening to Lab. <laughs> He personally, yeah, I think, in he a personally new team, likes Lab, but he, they don't cool. know what's happening to Lab because they just 
they have so many other things on the list. They have so many other to-do lists. That lab is just down at the bottom right now. It feels like it's taken. Well, it's taken. It's taken four years before the league interacted with lab. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that, the annoying it, part oh. about that is that we know it can, because we've had like ten day events yep. where, Kibera, where they've been, been in lab. We have Beastier and we've had a uh, turmoil and flashback events where lab. Lab was actually like borderline busted for farming those because every room you do have a different modifier. So you can do three rooms back to back with Kiriro. <laughs> Which means we know it's just a matter of deciding that they don't want to put seeds in your lab. <laughs> they were just like, you know what? Uh, don't need seeds only. in there. Only. Like well, it's not it's just a decision. Yeah. Well, it would be OP if you had a seed box in every lab zone because you just rush through them more. Yeah, but that, that, having like one for the entire lab, I don't think would make it even competitive with maps in terms of the time you, that you spend. You could make one at each Azaro fight. Oh. You'd get three yeah, for I'd, the entire lab. So I'd be okay I, with that. Meanwhile, I'll run, I'll run eight maps while you do one lab. So, like, is it that big of a deal? Honestly, I'd kind of be okay with one chest at, in every phase because that means um, if I just botch it and die to Azaro, well, I still got some seeds. Yeah. Mm. Because that, that also kind of helps the lab problem of, oh, I botched in Datazaro. Well, there goes that offering. I got nothing out of it. <laughs> Jim, you've <laughs> been awkwardly silent, suspiciously silent. How do you feel about lab? Sorry, I'm looking up my enchants that I need to buy. You've reminded me. Um, oh, man. <laughs> what do you what are we talking about? <laughs> Suitsize was telling us about uh, the, the new lab with the, mm. the, the new Uber versions and then mm. a potential fix for the enchant system. and uh, You got me excited outlook. for belt enchants, even though that was the thing you were least motivated to talk about. <laughs> like, so like, yeah. oh, some, shit, some of them are all really right, but most of them I look at, I'm kind of like, I could live without those. They're just like love enchants to me. I look at them like, eh, I could live without those. They're better than the chest beats enchants, dude. I enchanted my tabula with the modifier that gives me uh, 1% fire res for every 2% quality on it. And I'm like, I, I yay, mean, I, got, I, got, I got like 14% fire res on my tabula now. I mean, that's like better than most, it was. Yeah, The absolutely. most rewarding labyrinth is the easiest one of the new three. Uh, like the, it's the most expensive one. Is it the is most, most expensive? Uh, the, the hardest lab of oh, this. Okay, this is actually kind of interesting. The hardest lab that I think is most rewarding, which is the chest lab, is I think the second, the cheapest offering. Because mm, no the, one most, I don't know. <laughs> I honestly don't know. But the most expensive lab is the uh, enchant lab because it gives nine enchants or six to nine enchants. Which tells you a lot about what the players want from lab. Yep. <laughs> yep. E even enchants, though the enchant please. system's just borked. People still want enchants. I I look. I would like. I actually, if I can, if my build can actually handle running tribute labs all the time, I'm actually probably gonna start tribute farming, and only really enchant farming if I feel like it. Yeah. Did you talk about like if Izara would give you an enchant at each time you fight him? Uh, that that that's this kind of the same situation of what. That's just like a band aid, like Bala was yeah. saying. It'd be it'd be the 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 Jun solution where you see three enchants at the end. It'd be the same thing, mm. pretty much. 
Yeah. Yeah, three enchants in the end is much makes much more sense than getting an enchant yeah. for not even beating oh. Azaro for not like for just taking off thirty percent of his health while he's not even buffed. <laughs> well, <laughs> and so if you want to be I, useful to the devs, you could just go. You know they're going to kill Lab, so what's a good replacement for enchants? Even if there is even going to be enchants in your I, in your great design idea, what is there? It uh well to replace enchants or. To replace lab. Well, to replace lab. To replace lab. That's, As a source that's for enchants. So this is the problem. This is the problem question, because you're asking a heavily biased person. I would like lab mm -hmm, to be I am. Too. You're like, <laughs> I, I want Delve except as a lab. That's what you're going to say. I want, no, I I want I lab actually, 50. Endless feet. lab. <laughs> endless okay. lab rates, guys. Okay, as a person who's been <laughs> mapping lab for four years, I'd rather not have to map an endless area. <laughs> I would, I'd rather not have to map an end, uh, like a seated endless area. Please don't do that to me. No, it, it'd have to be not seated. But have I, I actually have a seated endless area, but it changed every league, so you yeah, couldn't even like, just map it once. Everyone gets the same. Uh, everyone well, gets yeah. the same infinite lab that's delve, and <laughs> specific nodes in the delve lab. <laughs> Are the same enchant for everyone. So if everyone wants tornado shot, the information on where tornado shot enchant is in Delve Lab is a highly sought after thing. It's a, a hush hush secret amongst the standard players. <laughs> yeah, you, bet, like, you, you better whitelist Colab for me to do that so I get paid more. <laughs> I, I like, like to not lose tweet, please. Seriously, though, I always uh, thought, since they said it, I always thought I was super hyped about Endless Delve, but now that we talked about it, I think I'm more hyped about Endless Lab. Mm. Or like Seated, or like RNG for everyone? RNG. RNG all, all the way, no, gambling. Make it, make it Seated, because then someone could make a very nice extensive map that everyone will go on with an ad blocker. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I just I did just remember something that I think they mentioned this during one of the Q&As at Exocon that I would like for it to actually happen. Uh, if we can see our enchant before we use it, I would Ooh. like to, uh, that is just something that's, I would like to do. <laughs> that's the only least thing I've the option to use it on the right base. When you were talking yes, about I, the painting uh, theory, sorry. When you're talking about like the, the 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 conspiracy theorists who are like, oh, if you open a door here and you click a bookshelf, and then you're more likely to get a hat, kind of thing. Can have you ever mm -hmm. enchanted a hat or a boot or a belt and gotten the exact same enchant back? Is that yes. a thing? Yeah. I, well, oh, not, not well, back then, to back. Not not back to back. Not back to back. Well, I I have definitely def. I mean, I think I've I actually did this league where I was enchanting bone helmets, and I got like um I think it was ice. Spear damage or something like that. Hmm. I got a forty percent damage mod. Something else, then back to the forty percent damage mod. So you <laughs> haven't ever gotten a back to back one. I don't think I've seen back to back. I don't think I've seen back to back. Can it do back to back? I'm actually no, not sure now that it got up. I, I, at first, when you asked the question, I thought I had that on boot enchants before. But now that I think about it, I can't remember it. It, it always changes, right? Weight, it forces right? to I, roll to I, another I, one. I think it does force a roll to another one. But oh, they're all equal man. weights, so there's no way you could do something that's like, oh, let's just pick whatever's got the highest weight, shittest enchant, and keep that on our bases, and then bring those in, and then you're never going to hit that one again, like old sextants, or current sextants. Where would you get a supply of poorly enchanted items? Poe trade? 
This this guy. This guy would have a yeah, pretty good supply of poorly enchanted items. Suddenly, <laughs> poorly enchanted things suddenly have more value because they're the more sought after base because you're more likely to get a higher enchant from it. <laughs> Let me tell you how many heavy strike mods I've seen on bone helmets. <laughs> oh. oh, that's the earthquake Actually, bone helmets go for something. <laughs> Funny you ask that. I think I did get one of those as well. I think I did get an earthquake duration, a uh, reduced duration at some point. <laughs> Just making uh, necromancer now, earthquake builds fun. No, I guess this did get balanced up by me nailing volatile dead on a bone helmet. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> but don't you want, don't you want spell slinger cooldown reduction in chat? Uh, for they, that all, they all, they all kind of work. Yeah, they're all, they're all good. And Spellsling is not the only way to play VD. No, that, that is absolutely... It's the now, best oh, way, though. I, <laughs> the most accessible one. You know, seeing, I, I don't know about the, Poet's Pen and stuff. Seeing the enchant would have actually like prevented me from making a serious mistake with that enchant, though, because I did make a mistake with that Volatile Dead enchant. I put it on a Shaper Elder helmet. If I had put that mm. on just an Elder or a regular Bone helmet to turn into mm. a Warlord helmet, it probably would have sold for about twice as much. Seeing the enchant is just a buff dead, to the one percent, though, isn't it? Yeah, the the the, the not the one percent, the point oh one percent that run lab, like the, the point twelve oh one percent that can complete lab, and then the point one percent of those people, <laughs> it's just a buff. I, to the, the rich will get richer with what you're saying, which I can see why you want to say it. Yeah. The point one percent that do actually end up running the lab out of the one percent that actually could run it, <laughs> <laughs> like four people. Will really like that patch. <laughs> no, I'll really. Everyone will really like it. You just won't know why, because there will be more enchants for sale for you to mm. buy on the right basis that you wanted. SSF, by the way, I'm doesn't benefit SSF, so they're okay, obviously so... going to put it in because that's how they balance things. You you say that, but earlier, I, earlier today, as mentioned, I was making an ice crash character. I went to look up ice crash fizz as extra cold enchants. They're all on mm. Huber circlets. None of them are in internal burgonets because no one's enchanting an internal burgonet who's farming lab. We're all either yeah, doing Huber or bone helmets. Just do <laughs> CI ice crash as an occultist, dude. Easy. Just um, just make your ice crash character into one of those overleach to energy shield ones, and then you can use the Huberus and not feel bad about it. That's actually two hundred <laughs> IQ. Yeah. I, I guess yeah. that also kind of brings... See, seeing the enchant would be nice. Storing an enchant in a divine vessel would be interesting. Technically, yeah. No, if you use a soul tether, then a hubris circlet would be the, the best EHP base. It would have the highest mm -hmm. EHP out of all. You know what? I have a lot of divine vessels. But I only have a lot of divine vessels... Because I don't use them for fucking anything. They're actually not common. No, that's true. If you could yeah, store lab enchants on them, they would actually probably be like 10 CH. Maybe more. Yeah. I would, yeah. Because, like, Super would want to buy does... 100 of them. You'd <laughs> be like, yeah. I need all of those, yeah. please. In stacks. Would they be one use, or would you want them to be able to be re-rolled? Because then you're going to have a whole bunch of brick divine vessels. Oh, well, I'd uh, re-roll to be able to re-roll them, because the moment I see like a golem res, I'd enchant over that. 
but at the it, it doesn't it doesn't it does not fix the base problems of the enchant system yep. but it'd be a nice quality of life situation yeah yeah and it'd also kind of be mm. an interesting economy change to where divine vessels are uh, suddenly worth picking up <laughs> probably more expensive than divine orbs mm. oh that's fine that make them a little bit rarer, rarer. <laughs> that's a weird timeline to be in <laughs> that's the situation <laughs> Divine vessels worth two divine orbs. Let's go. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> uh, that that I, I would be interesting. I think we've kind of exhausted the topic list successfully. Like really well touched upon everything. Uh, do you guys feel like you want to bring up something that hasn't been brought up? Open a big can of worms. I see. Uh, I see. Like. Uh, See slippery Jim's gears grinding behind his his, mm. his forehead. It's like, how can oh. I derail this podcast as hard oh, as possible I right well, now? I, I, ha I have the easy one. Mm -hmm. I, have you guys talked about stash abs? <sighs> I think we talked about it last episode a little bit, okay. but <laughs> like, I mean, we don't know your guys' take on it. So. <laughs> I saw to... a stash tab discussion on a different subreddit that wasn't PoE about PoE stash tabs and about how Tencent <laughs> is the reason that those three stash tabs got in the game because Tencent want money and it's about how Tencent was taking over the world and how they're going to Tencent ruin, is literally um, the devil game. or something. And that was the greatest discussion. <laughs> I was in there flaming the best I could, supporting PoE and all that. No, it was oh, <laughs> it was great. That guy, oh, something's wrong with that guy. Anyway, he must have been like a. A Peewee lab farm or something. I don't know. You know, I think that's the best way to start and stop that conversation. Oh. Let's move on. Yep, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I like that Chris said he was thinking about putting that control click thing there, like from where you control click from your inventory into whichever stash the item is supposed to go to. That was something they yeah. said they were thinking about. And I was like, oh if they add that to the game, I will literally buy any stash tab they bring out because it's the only reason I haven't bought the three new ones they added is because I don't want to have to move to three separate yep. things to sort my shit. I could so. easily just dump it all in just one normal tab, and I'm done. Yep. So I've got I, my I Delirium Blight crap tab. I have a serious hoarding problem, and that would make my life much easier with my quad tab. Yep. I, that, I want affinities. That's, that's all. Well, didn't they, they didn't say they were thinking about it. They said they were literally working on it. They said mm, they were already like working yeah, on it, and they're only talking about Four years about ago, it. they said we're working on ways to make trade better, and then here we are, not with anything. So it's, Well, they've it's, talked about trade hey, on several occasions, though, why they're very careful about making it yeah, better. Yeah. Yeah. At least they've talked about those changes. Lab's got nothing. They could bring out a bloody <laughs> blog post about what they were talking about putting into Harvest and then didn't do because it would break all the shit, and it would make people excited. But talking about something doesn't mean anything. No offense, mm. this podcast is useless because we're all talking about stuff, but they, <laughs> they go through so many different phases of game design and then we get what we get. It's, they should talk about what we're going to get, not what they're talking about, because talk is useless. I mean, sure, Seriously. it's great conversations. Seriously, so saying I might get Lab in Peewee 2? No. You I mean, <laughs> yes? <laughs> what if you get Lab and it's RNG, <laughs> but there's nothing in it, and it's just a decrepit, empty building that you get to explore, like that area where you go to the betrayal, and there's an empty hideout, and there's nothing there. Okay, you know, I'm gonna be honest. Reasons. If if there was a lore reason for Lab to show up, and is this completely like desiccated and dead, 
I'd be okay with that. Like a like a stripped yeah. uh, crypt, like an script uh, a, a stripped <laughs> Egyptian crypt. If, if the way you ascend in Pee Wee's two is you go into a busted lab with nothing in it, that click a button, we're good. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's got one enchant left on it, and that's it. Imagine that's that. It's got band. like. It's got like three rooms. None of the traps work, but there are mobs everywhere still. Everything's mm-hmm. broken. There's no Azaro. And then there's just like a, a thing at the end. And do some like if- Portal 2 shit where you can get outside the walls and look behind the lab. <laughs> Only if we get to see like Argus with an Argus family because the pupper needs to live. All right. You need to let him live. Yeah, there's one section of the lab. All the mobs are just tiny Argus babies, all kind of slightly more messed up because they're all inbred somehow. What is he like <laughs> asexual? How's that going to work? Listen, looking forward to it. Thumb yeah, we got it. We're done. Look, you don't need to. You don't need the specifics about how that. You just need Argus babies. That's all. I want my law. You just want an Argus pet. Is that a thing? It probably is. If you, if you cut off Argus's tail, then he grows back a new one, and then the tail grows a new Argus. Is wait, is that why he respawns every lab? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll, whoever at GED decided to put the friendship card on Argus, why? Why do you do that to me? <laughs> That's why do you so do that mean. to me? <laughs> I kill Argus to get the key and map him, map out the lab every day, and he drops a friendship card and it's like, here, buddy, it's like oh. <laughs> 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 it hurts every time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I cry every time. Uh, all right. Uh, what what's your ambitions for the rest of the league? Do you have like a, a big project down the uh, in the pipeline? Not down the pipeline, up the pipeline that's gonna come down. Uh, what, what's your next? Uh, what are you aspiring to? And I'm, I'm mostly interested to hear what kind of hundred x videos Slippery Jim is gonna make. Nothing. I'm done. No videos this league. Nothing. I'm serious. I've got nothing. Nothing planned, nothing happening. People think I'm dead. Sounds good. But there's Nemesis on the map device. So? My hands hurt. I'm over it. Retiring. Take we'll a break. But I don't have anything planned. You just Maybe I farm that. a thousand labs and take uh, his job. I dare ya. Nah, fuck that. I, that's too many. Yep. Maybe I make a conspiracy video about how you can target farm lab enchants, and it's a three-hour-long video, and at the end I say, gotcha, and that's it. <laughs> oh, man. No, I'm, I but don't it's have all anything. just a theory. I might go back to that layout and loot series that I started in Synthesis, because Synthesis was a crafting league where nothing really dropped in the maps, kind of, and I could separate the loot from like the map drop loot. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh, so I just yeah. do that again. So now I can do maps... Still get the league content, but have the loot be separate from the maps map loot. That's fair. Plus, I can do like a hundred maps, and that's one layout loot video. And a hundred maps is coincidentally a harvest boss, so I'm killing two birds with one stone, or one plant and a bird, or a, a woman. I don't know. <laughs> Setting a tree yep, on yep. fire. We'll see. Or I'll get burned out and go play Red Dead. <clears throat> or the other. Mm. What about you, Cat? Planning on dying in hardcore? Uh, I I haven't died. I mean, I died on my level 94 on the Molten Strike jug. I just gave up because I knew that I was going to die if I continued to progress. I haven't died. Oh, wait, I died. 
yeah that's, well, that's but normally at this point i'm at my on my 10th character right like three weeks into the league right <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> i'm just saying that like outside of the vd spellslinger death which was really fucking bullshit by the way i got mowed down I by barkul in a tier 14 map barkul the 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 spinny guy from uh, the wrestle stream right that guy just went over me like a lawnmower it's like and i was dead on a on a <laughs> on a glancing blows build with like cap block and like a decent mitigation and and everything and he <laughs> just he just and it was just a crit map there was no added damage mods either there was nothing just just was crit it, but he just rolled i guess only crits reduced was block. There reduced block mods no not that i know of i mean i, I can look at the clip again but I'm, I'm i mean i looked at it three times no there was no reduced block it was retarded <laughs> but it was just stupid because I had a tabula and was standing in his way. I should have just moved away. I just didn't think I could die like that. It's, but it's That's also, it always happens. Like you build some complacency if you're in hardcore and you do like hard content. Then when you do something like a tier 14 bar cool without added damage mods, then you're like, well, I can't die here. Oh, resurrect in town. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But uh, yeah, no, I want to. I want to make this character hit more than 10k ES. Like, I want to see how how nice. good I can I can make the ES gear. I mean, honestly, if I craft really good helmet, gloves, boots, I get my bated breath to 20% quality, and maybe like make a new ring, or even stack ailment avoidance somewhere and give up my dream fragments. I think we can easily hit like 11, 12k ES, and then the recharge would probably go up to like 15,000 during flask effect. I, that's just an estimate, but like, and also like I don't have ES jewels, small ES clusters I don't have yet. There's like in the in the slots mm. in the jewel sockets in my two medium, there's actually normal jewels with the S rolls. So uh, <laughs> yeah, just think about how much two energy from Nord would be. Yeah, I definitely want to stick to this character for now, but. Um, it might be a little bit tedious to do bossing with that. I don't know. Caustic Arrow is not the best single target. But it deals its damage while you're running around. I need to mute my mic because there's a helicopter at fucking midnight. No, half past one. I don't know. So please tell us what you are planning, Bella. No, 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 no. We want to hear, we want to hear the helicopter. Mm-hmm. You can hear it. Just the people on the stream won't hear Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's mm. fine. I'm just making a speedy boy. Um... I had a good look at all the assassins that people are running. Um, most people are running either the Herald one or the Cold Conversion Blade Vortex, both of which are too slow and too expensive. So I made a Fire Conversion one, which is half the price and faster and chains further. And so now I'm a speedy boy. Unfortunately, because I did it on a really tight budget, well, I'm a speedy boy. I'm very, very squishy. I'm dying like every map, pretty much. But still clearing maps really quick. It'll be fine. I just need some levels and a little bit of crafting to get my life to like 5k and then I'll be fine. I, I did all the damage stuff first. Damage and speed. And now I've got to work on survivability. <laughs> <laughs> Well, damage carries uh, you a long time. It avoids those situations where you can actually take damage, right? Yep. Well, until you die, then you have zero DPS. That's true. 
But yep, I'm, that's pretty much it. Crafting everything. Who's farming lab, though? <laughs> Sorry. What are, what are you doing? I, I'm slowly working towards that, actually. Um, to, oh, tonight, yeah. I'm probably going to wrap up my Poison BV character. And I just respect my jug that didn't work at the beginning of the league into an Ice Crash build, and I'm going to work on that to try to get it to do Tribute Labs. So yep. hopefully that pans out well. I have a 850 PTPS staff with crit stuff on it, so that's pretty nice. I have frozen map bosses repeatedly at this point, and that's very satisfying to do. Yeah. Um. Uh, I... After... I don't... Un unfortunately, I am currently in college, so in about a month... I probably will have to cut back on PoE a lot, so I don't know what's going on then. But for now, just finishing up BV and then moving into trying to do Tribute Lab stuff. And maybe looking at Dom Blow, because the last time I played Dominating Blow was back when it converted monsters into your minions. It's been a long time. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good, except for the people who tried it and solo self-found. Even though it had like three required uniques. You have to farm from tier 16 maps. <laughs> I'm like, I wouldn't do this in solo self found without <laughs> as a league start. But in, wait, what, in, what in other uniques do you need? Great. It's a scourge and circle of whatever the ring is called. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay, two, two circles. Okay. You only need one, but you really need one to make it for reduced reservation? Or? Good. Yeah. Like, you really need reduced reservation to make it good. You can do it without it. We came up with parts of buildings that we get people by. But it didn't look like a good build until you put a ring on. Did you like it? God damn it, Jim. <laughs> I see what you did. Ah, uh, damn it. So close. <laughs> well, you better. You better like it. Cat's so confused. Anyway. Yeah. Is he confused? Yeah, I don't know what you guys are memeing about. <laughs> if you like it, oh, wow. then you should have put a ring on it. Oh, oh god. god. That's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too much out of pop music in order to. Uh, oh god. Oh god. Sorry. Oh well. Oh, well, he's not sorry. Don't listen to his lies. Now that now <laughs> Now that we all know about your dreams and ambitions, uh, do you want to quickly give us a rundown of where the viewers can find you and uh, well, how, what they can be excited to see there outside of what you've already teased? Let Jim go first. No, me. Slippery yeah, Jim, you're on Google the spot. It. Twitch, what? Slippery Jim, I'm there this Harvest League. YouTube, Slippery Jim, I'm not really there this Harvest League. Pick your poison. I'm really, I don't talk at all on Twitch when I stream, and I talk a shit ton on YouTube to make up for it, so. But you don't have if any you like YouTube voice, this league. Nah, I don't, so go sub there if you want to see nothing. I'll make something eventually. Maybe I'll make a thing saying what I'm doing, which is streaming, and that's it, so. Mm. Yep. And you'll see how that video 10 minutes long. Yeah, if you want to see me at Bala's house, uh, subscribe to my YouTube channel, and once we get to 50k, we'll do a coat, we'll, uh, we'll both stream at his house. I, I it nearly happened the other day. It nearly happened. He didn't agree to it, but he'll he'd totally do it. Fifty k sub. He totally do it's it no, once he finds an option how he can on YouTube. how he can get you to his house without you knowing where his house is. 
<laughs> what am I gonna do? Leave the house and go to hit? Why would I do that? You think I leave this place? Nah. I had the option yesterday. I didn't. I didn't even do it. <laughs> but but in terms of like uh, like uh, the Path of Exile game, what are you still doing there? Streaming? What are you? While streaming, yeah. What what are you like? I just finally got the very the harvest boss, and I haven't done it yet. And I still haven't completed my atlas. I have a so, cheat sheet. Wait, let me, that's that's the ideal teaser, right? Guys, if you want to see Slippery Jim do the harvest boss, you better go to uh, to his stream and check I have that a action out. It says at the top, finish atlas. And then it says farm T13s for XP. And then it says get in pick, uh, six links. And then it says craft hat, whatever the fuck that's supposed to mean. And then it said fix flasks. All right. I um, <laughs> just put whatever flasks are in my inventory. Like, at, like I don't really do flasks. So um, <laughs> if you know how flasks work, come to the stream and tell me what to fix. Because I was in T14 maps playing this Herald of Thunder build. And a man got very angry that I wasn't running a diamond flask, but I put one of those on to shut him up. And then one says, get that delirium jewel. I don't know what that means, but I wrote it down, so we'll try to do that. Yeah, so, sounds, <laughs> uh, you actually have plans. See, like, wasn't that hard? It doesn't mean I know what it means. I just wrote that last night while I was tired. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, I, I hope that you're going to find out and that, that the viewers are going to oh. be there and be hyped nah. about it. Nah. <laughs> Suit size, uh, we can find you on Twitch as well. Yeah, um, I will be live on Twitch in about 18 minutes, minutes when the live resets. <laughs> yeah, and I'll be doing the lab notes as usual, mapping out Uber, Merciless, Cruel, the normal. After that, I will most likely be fighting the Harvest boss because I think I'm like two maps away. I'll be finishing up the Poison BB <laughs> character and then we'll be moving into Ice Crash. Um, and try to work towards Tribute Labs, and that's over at twitch.tv for slash suits as small. And I'm also suits as small pretty much everywhere else. On Twitter, I have a YouTube that I don't use, I have Instagram that you occasionally see cosplay stuff on. <laughs> and there's also a website where you upload your lab layout. Oh, yeah, and and uh, yeah, all the lab notes and stuff is all on Peewee Lab. I, I most recently actually have a, um, a Harvest Lab write up uh, posted there. So if you guys want to know about, more about the Harvest Lab, on the homepage of Lab, there's a little Harvest Lab button, or just go to peewelab.com forward slash Harvest Labs, and that will give you a bit more information on everything, from the mods to the rewards and to how to get them. It's an incredibly useful resources for new and experienced players alike, because it has all the information in one spot that is related to Lab, and there's even some other things that are interesting, some other little guides and, and tidbits of information. Definitely very recommendable. Uh, yeah, Balor, what, what are you going to be up to on today's stream? Just trying to stop my assassin from dying. You're going to fill up he your dies. currency stash tab again? He dies a lot. Um, yeah, that's, we gave up survivability to build it on a budget, but now he dies twice the map, and I don't know if I enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to try and solve that today. And if I can't solve it, then I'll, I don't know. Just not make a budget build? Well, I mean, the budget version's 40x. Oh, why do you sound like... <laughs> that's really what you call comment. a budget. It's like not a low budget I mean, version, it's just that there was a budget. <laughs> well, no, it's the low, this is the low budget version of the Speedy Boy Assassin that people are running. That builds 150 minimum. It only cost me 2x. 
<laughs> I'm in a small economy. You. No one cares about stuff. No. Stuff cheap. Now let well. me tell you, I made a lab runner in a hundred chaos. Yep. <laughs> and he's printing. How about money. instead, maybe make a lab runner, and then cause yourself infl- great pain by farming lab. No, no, no. I can just. He can I just, can like, just make literally anything. <laughs> else. Yeah, I would rather not ascend my character at all and play an unascended anything than have to run lab for an entire day. You're Fair clearly enough. not an SSF kind of player. <laughs> you don't need lab. No offense. You I don't, don't need, like... You don't need enchants. You don't need, you don't need those pass. People okay. got fine without last, that. Last story, because we're getting on too long. Real quick story. Let's do a four-hour podcast. I had a brand new player. I, run lab, man. <laughs> I had a brand new mm-hmm. player join this league that joined was in chat regularly, who followed my dominating blow build, and he was really oh, happy right. with it. And he was like level ninety, and he had like twenty watchstones. And then he asked me what ascension was. <laughs> he was a templar. He was a level nineteen dominating blow templar. <laughs> <laughs> he had okay. not ascended, who had killed, a, a collected a bunch of watchstones. I think it was like, it might have been 16 watchstones in. That's how strong of a league start that, that guy was. God. The new player's level 90 unascended. And he's like, yeah, I'm really enjoying it, but I die occasionally. Like, I'm dying. Like, every second map I'll, I'll die. And I'm like, this build is nearly a model. What are you doing? <laughs> He's not ascended at all. <laughs> That's a really big kick, W. Missing Guardian ascendancy. <laughs> uh, I was just, I'm just picturing the moment where you're like, let me check your profile. Wait, why are you just a Templar? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So I just had to squeeze that in because, one, it's a testament to how good Dominating Blow is going to do. Like, that's... If your new player's unascended and, like, level 90 and 16 stones into the Atlas then he's doing a pretty, that's a pretty decent build. I'm, but I'm looking, yeah. I'm looking forward to trying that after ice crash. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yep. Yeah, I just had to, I just remembered that and I was like, I have to let everyone know that that happened. <laughs> it's too good. Yeah, no, that's, that's <laughs> pretty amazing. Uh, but yeah, that, that also go like shows like, you can never explain too much in a guide. If you make content for new players, the game is so complex yep. and it's so easy to take single bits and pieces for granted. And I notice that all the time. Like I made a guide and I'm, I'm thinking, I think I, I touched upon everything. Like I explained way more than necessary. I explained how ES works from the start. And then like somewhere in the middle, I just, I leave out some crucial information that I was unaware that it was crucial because I take it for granted. And then people are like, yeah, but this and that. And I was like, oh yeah. Terrible. Now, on, on on the flip side of that, if there's anything I've learned from running Polet for four years, sometimes people just don't read. Sometimes oh yeah, people just don't read, and that especially when yeah. it comes to like skill gems. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, so many people would be helped with like just reading the the description of the spell slinger gem instead of asking <laughs> how it works. Because it's, How it says do you it exactly. Spawn sentinels on bosses in dominating blow. <laughs> it's like the most common question in chat for the last like three weeks. How do? It's written on the skill gem. It has a twenty percent chance when you hit, right? 
Yeah, something like that. <laughs> There's like a chance when you hit rare or unique enemies. It's written on the skill gem. <laughs> and it's explicitly me? written in the guide. Hmm. Whoa. And they mention it in all three of the videos. <laughs> I can't. I just, I just gave up. I'm like, oh, it's just, it's fine. Just keep yep, answering it. I've been there. <laughs> hey, do you know there's a secret passage here? It's marked on the map. <laughs> I did get very angry at Polab once because I looked at the thing. I just look at it and I go, okay, I get the layout. And then I get out of it and then I run it. And I got halfway through the lab. I'm like, okay, there's supposed to be a secret passage after the first desire or something. And I run you the looked at the thing. wrong I'm difficulty. Like, no, no, I looked at the right <laughs> difficulty. Everything was fine. I run the entire thing, and every it, like the the map worked all the way up to the halfway point where the secret passage was supposed to be. And I'm just like, I'm just want to get out of this lab. Where's the passage? Can't find it. So pissed off. Look at the time. The lab had reset in the ten seconds that I had oh. went from the thing to when I was in, <laughs> and it was a coincidence that the first half of the lab perfectly matched the map. And I spent okay. ten minutes in this fucking zone looking for the secret <laughs> passage. Thinking it was there and I was being an idiot. I'm like, God, I fucking hate suit size piece of shit lab. And I'm looking everywhere. I'm like, oh, it's like 10 a.m. my time. The lab reset. I'm an, I'm an idiot. I'm still in the middle of running. I, I cannot tell you how many times where I've started running Uber Lab and someone messages like, hey, the Uber Lab layout's wrong. It's like, the lab reset it's like five minutes ago, man. <laughs> I, I, I had a situation where the realm was down for maintenance, ran at reset, and someone messaged me and was like, why is Polab not updated? And it's like, and I'm looking at the maintenance screen. No, you know you, <laughs> like, you, what you mean, why is it? <laughs> you should just tell them it is. Go run it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh god! Well, uh, just a coincidence. It's exactly the same as yesterday. Go run it. Find out. Now, I, w- I will say that does happen though, where the the section layout can be the same. Because I've I've had many a times where I go into the lab, start mapping it out, look at it, and like this is yesterday's layout. And then, like, one thing's a little different, like a dark shrine's in different spots. Like, oh, God. <laughs> hmm. It's the exact same layout. Yep. Oh. My grandma just popped by to offer me food. Nice. Next time she can cater for the, for the entire podcast. How's that going to work? I can't mail you baked beans or a sandwich. I could you maybe. Said, you said that last stuff. time already that you can't mail food. I don't believe you. You're just, you're just not trying hard enough. I don't think you've tried hard enough. Well, you haven't even given me your address. Give me your address. I'll send you a potato. <laughs> that's, a, that's a trick just to get my address. No, I'm serious. Give me your address. I'll give you, you a postbox trick just to get a potato. potato. And put it in the <laughs> hey, Balor, I, I think you're underrating potatoes there. They're pretty good. I'd go vegetarian if I was only... Is there a potato only one? Sweet potato, potato only at Game Lab. <laughs> Anyway, I think we've we've uh, we've gone well over time, uh, despite our plans to go uh, less time than last time. Why did um, that to work. Happen? I I have no idea. Anyway, I'd want to it, blame you, but it happens even when you're not here. Oh, that's good. So uh, I'll take the blame for talking about lab for the first time. <laughs> yeah, but that's what you were here for. <laughs> it was like a ten minute labyrinth discussion. It's fine. Which is an eternity yeah. to everyone else. <laughs> you lab longer than it takes to run a lab for you. Oh, but the thing is, the pi- that's interesting for the people because the people who are not running lab don't know anything about lab. So it's like literally the first time that they hear about it, right? Yeah, now so they it's know a novelty. 
Exactly. Oh, don't worry. People who are new to the game don't watch this podcast anyway. I don't think anyone does. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah. I mean, if we continue to have you on, then the, 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 right. we're going to kill our viewer base pretty easily. Stream. I'm bringing the numbers up. <laughs> <laughs> One more than zero. Well, well, the the statistics are going to show. We're going to cut up this episode now, and then we'll see in two weeks from now when the new episode will be up. Uh, we'll see how this one fared <laughs> versus the last one. I'm going to go back and edit this episode. I'm just going to cut out every time Jim speaks just for that comment. <laughs> ah, and that's going to cut us back to the time that we wanted for Am the I? podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You won't. <laughs> and then people are going to comment on YouTube. They're going to be like, why is Slippery Jim so disinterested in not saying anything? Or <laughs> the whole podcast. It's weird. Anyway, guys, if you've missed the beginning of the podcast, this will be uploaded in full to youtube.com slash Ballermage as usual. And we're going to upload it also to all the audio platforms. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and the other ones, I forgot the name, Google, and there's uh, some smaller ones. There's tons of podcast platforms, but we managed to be on most of the ones that are at least relevant. And um, yeah, I want to just say thanks to the live audience, to the supporters, and to the listeners on sad platforms. And um, make sure to look out for the next Faded Connections, which will be in two weeks' time from now. If I'm not mistaken, it will be on the 25th of July, Saturday night, 9 p.m. GMT as usual. And we'll be joined by two very interesting guests, which will be which we will tease somewhere between here and now. Damn, it was such a good outro, and then I messed it up. Such a good intro. Such a terrible outro. <laughs> yeah, because you started speaking again. <laughs> no. Uh, thank you so much for coming on, Slippery Jim and Sai Small, and sharing your insight and your uh, memes. And and what did Slippery Jim bring? Ins- he, he brought insight, I brought memes. <laughs> <laughs> Depression, memes, anxiety, jokes. The usual. All right. Well, don't let the depression get to you. Stay strong in in the current 2020 meta, and we'll see you in two weeks from now. Bye, bye, guys. Bye. You have to say bye, suit size. They can't see you wave. Goodbye. What? Why couldn't they see wave? (laughs) Because they're listening to the audio platform. Oh, people have audio as well. Right. Look at this (laughs) professional (laughs) podcast host over here, understanding that. Maybe blind right, people. Right, right there where I said they have audio as well. That's where I'm cutting Cut. it. I yeah. thought we were cutting it after Suitsai said goodbye, but we should. But now I'm going to just stretch that <laughs> little bit that makes that me look like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, if you're into that, that sort of stuff, it's so much better. It's so much better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>